With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, May 7th, 2017, and I'm your host, Renata. Hope you all are doing well today. Hope you had a good week. Um, DC is going to open us up with a scripture, and I will open us up in prayer. So let's just do the prayer, and then we'll go to the scripture. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come together, Lord. We thank you for your mercies, Lord, that has followed us all throughout the days of our lives. We thank you for protection, Lord. For our families, Lord, protecting our homes, Lord, protecting our minds, Lord, from technology that wants to destroy us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the victory in every situation. We thank you for keeping us strong, Lord, even when we don't feel so strong, Lord. And we just thank you for everything you've done in our lives. Thank you for everything you're doing, Lord. Keep us walking in your marvelous light, Lord. Keep us strong, even when we feel weak, Lord. And we thank you for protecting our children, Lord. We thank you for protecting our loved ones. And we just thank you for the victory, and we thank you for everything that you've done, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Let me unmute Ms. D.C. Hello, D.C.? Hello, good morning, everybody, or well, good afternoon, rather. <laughs> um, I'm reading from Romans 12, 17 through 21. I'm reading it specifically because I've been struggling in this area. I'm very upset about what's happening to me today. <laughs> and um, so I've been reading some scriptures to keep me focused. Uh, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's grace, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will keep burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. Did you want to give any commentary with that or what it means to you or what you feel the message is with that scripture? Um, I was just saying that basically uh, I really I really do need this. Like I need to remind myself of that um, because it does get difficult at times. I mean, you know, we go through this stuff day in and day out, no matter if the attacks are major or minor. And so, you know, we we have all the major stuff where they're attacking our bodies, our brains, et cetera, et cetera, you know, messing with all of our affairs, (laughs) you know, all of that. But on top of that, just those little things also that just irk your nerves. Um, And so overall, you know, it's, it's just too much. It's way too much. 
No one should ever have to go through this. No one should ever be subjected to this. No one should ever have to endure this. And so, like, having been subjected to this for a lifetime, it, it's a bit much. And and it does get difficult at times. So I definitely have to remind myself of God's words <laughs> and, um, you know, apply it as best I can. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Thanks. And it does get difficult at times. Um, this is not easy for any of us. And as you said, no one should have to endure all this suffering. Um, this never seems to be never ending cycle that we go through. Um, but we just have to continue to lean on God for his strength because he's stronger than we can ever be. So thank you for that. Uh, start eight if you would like to speak. Well, let me let me just give a few announcements first before we go on. <clears throat> um, first of all, welcome to any visitors who may be on the call. Um, I did invite a couple of people here. One of them said she would not be able to make it today, but if anyone is uh, a visitor, please start eight so that you can speak first. Everyone gets the opportunity to speak on this call if you'd like to. Um, No pressure, but if you'd like to, you are welcome to speak. Um, The purpose of this call is to process what's happening in our lives because this is something very different for most of us, and it's hard to go through this alone. So it's important to know that you're not alone, that there are other people that are going through the same or similar uh, things that you're going through. So hopefully this this call will um, serve as a place to vent and just to kind of get it out. It's not complaining. Um, It's just processing it. That's how I look at it. So um, hopefully by doing so, um, you'll be able to find ways to move forward in spite of what's happening. Um, Another purpose of this call is to share information, to help to find solutions, to uh, hear different perspectives on on what you may be going through, and ultimately to support one another. Uh, Hopefully this call will be a supportive call for all of the victims of this crime who who needs that support. Uh, There's more than one way to join the call. You can can join via the chat room by going to talkshow.com, putting in the code 114-616. And while the call is on live, you'll be joined with other people who are chatting, talking about uh, all different things. Some people are chiming in on the subject matter, and if you choose to do that, I will try to uh, read your comment if I catch it. Sometimes I'm not as in tune with the chat room as I should be, but I will try to glance over there and and read your comment if you'd like me to. You can also dial in, which most people have done. If you would like to comment, you can dial in, okay? And let's see, what else was I going to say? Oh, today, uh, I think we'll try to just go two hours so you guys can keep your comments uh, short and brief because we will be doing a movie review on the movie The Box. Um, Hopefully you guys were able to see the movie. DC actually suggested this movie, so we'll let her... Uh, give the give her review of the movie, and, and we'll just give our supporting comments with that. Uh, the last 
two weeks of May, I had planned not to do this call, but then I realized that Mother's Day is next Sunday, so I probably will not do the call next Sunday. I may do a replacement call. I will. So just check your emails during the week um, because I will send out a, uh, an invitation to let you guys know which day the call will be because it probably will not be next Sunday because of Mother's Day. So if I forget to wish you mothers a happy Mother's Day, uh, have a very blessed Mother's Day. Have a good Mother's Day. Uh, what else? I think that's it. If I think of anything else, I will let you guys know. Okay, so I'm going to play a song right now, and then we'll come back. Star 8, if you would like to speak, I'll give you guys the question of the day in just a moment. This uh, song is... It's called Your Will by Darius Brooks, and you can find it. You can pull it up on YouTube if you'd like to listen to it. Oh, <laughs> 
Amen. I love that song. We want to be in God's perfect will. No matter what we think we should have for our lives, we want to be in God's perfect will. Amen. You can find that song on YouTube. Start eight if you'd like to speak. Okay, so here's here's a question. As I said, I was not really prepared today. I don't know what happened. I usually uh, get everything done for my call either during the week or Saturday at the latest, and I don't know what happened yesterday. I just didn't do it. So here I am, not very prepared. Um, However, I was thinking that, as you all know, this uh, targeted individual program, as we call it, it is uh, mainly about behavior modification. Someone wants to modify your behavior, my behavior, something that they have identified in us that they want to change. Uh, basically, they want to change the good in us is the way I see it. Uh, most TIs, I do believe, are genuinely good people. And um, this program really will change you. It really will. Um, it will make the nicest person the meanest person, a happy person, an angry person, a giving person, a not-so-giving person. You know, It really will change you. So, um, and that is... That, that can happen to all of us. You know, it's, it's mind control. It really is. I don't care how strong of a person we are. Um, most people have or, or, or will change, you know, just because of everything you go through. Even if you don't get the stalking, if you are sleep deprived and, or you're hearing voices in your head or whatever, You know, um, just the loss of family and friends, and and now you're isolated. All of that really can affect you. So I guess my question for the day is, is the program working? Is it working? And I know that um, most of us uh, do countermeasures. You know, we do things to try to remain who we are, you know, or stay as close as possible to who we are. Uh, but I do think that that it works, you know. I mean, what they do, it, it works a little bit, you know, on most people. And so that's the question of the day. Have you changed? Do you like the change you see in yourself? I see some, some ways that I've changed uh, for the better, actually, to be honest. 
because I do try so hard to counter, um, not to say that some things have changed uh, 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 towards the negative. I mean, I really honestly don't like to deal with people too much, which I was kind of that way anyway, but that probably has gotten (laughs) worse because of this program. I don't think that I'm as trusting as I used to be. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it it has affected me. So, I I mean, you can share or you don't have to share. Some people may not want to, you know, you go into as much detail as you want to with with the question, but that is the question of the day. Is the programming effective? Is the mind control effective on you? Start eight if you'd like to weigh in on the topic or if you'd like to talk about anything. It doesn't have to be that. That's just the question of the day. Hello. Oh, hi. Good afternoon, Renata. It's Lauren. How are you? Lauren, good. How are you? I'm hanging in there day by day. Hey, I just want to quickly chime in because I, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, Renata, I, I think the, the way they developed this program, um, it can work, but uh, after four years, just knowing that uh, me and my sister targeted it, I noticed the flaw to me now, only to me. They can really only kind of control what is already in you as a weakness. What, you know what I mean? Something fundamentally that ain't you. Like if you just money, 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 I love money. They can pull out that greed demon and really make you jump on board with them with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, what their program seems like they never factored in, uh, to me personally, was love, but more importantly, loyalty. If you have a scintilla of loyalty in your personality, in your nature, they really can't get you. They really can't. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then the loyalty with me is always going to outrun, because I'm going to think about how a person if I've known them for a few years, how they've treated me, uh, have they loaned me money that I dutifully repay, have they broke bread with me and just been a wonderful person, my loyalty is strong. What I'm trying to say, I'm not going to go against no family member or friend for some sucker I just met five minutes trying to tell me they're, they're a, I don't know, a terrorist, pedophile, whatever they slander. I'm not the type that's going to believe that. i got my own mind. Mm-hmm. So I think it works for some traits in us as human beings, but I don't think they factored in all traits in human beings. So that, to me, is the flaw in their modification. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Okay, so uh, I was just thinking, like, some people, um, I know that, a lot of the provocation that they do, they really try to provoke a lot for uh, people who get the harassment campaigns. Not everybody gets that, but for those who do. So um, when you're constantly being provoked, it can bring aggression out of a person who was never aggressive. The kindest person who never showed aggression can all of a sudden become very aggressive because of everything that's happening. So those are traits that, that can can change in a person. So I'm just wondering, is it, has anything changed for you? Is it working at all? I hope it's not, but it's just a question that came to mind. Hello? Hello, DC? Okay. Uh-oh. 
phone hung up. Okay, star eight if you would like to speak. And you do not have to answer that question. You can talk about anything. Hello, Jerome. My phone? Hello? Yeah, hello, Renata. I'm here. Hi. Hi there. Yeah, so I'm still here and I'm still fighting. And, you know, I'm listening to the question. And uh, to, from what I understand, okay, so it's just you have two parties, right, for a relationship. This is like a, a relationship between us and this satanic, um, I don't know what you want to call them, cult, group, whatever, monsters, whatever, just deviants. It's an agreement. They want us to change. Like you said, they want us to change or they want us to cease to exist. They want something for us that's not good. Okay? Now, you can you can agree to with these people and cooperate and degrade your life and cooperate and let them control your life. Or you can resist. I think hypnosis, I think control, I think mind control is all about cooperation. In my personal uh, my personal belief, I think the victim has to cooperate. They have to give up and they have to submit. So can this change, can this program change you? Absolutely. If you're not aware, if you're not willing to fight this thing, if you're not willing to stand up to this thing, this is just another kind of uh, attempt of victimization. Okay, women go through it all the time with an abusive spouse, you know, being knocked around and slapped around. She can cooperate and give up and just submit to this behavior and just say, this is my life. Or they can go to a gym, pump up, get stronger, take martial arts, learn to fight, you know, kick the bastard out of the house or you know, get the police on him. No, oh, he's not like this all the time. You choose to cooperate with the attacker, with the with the person that's victimizing you. Okay? Now I could get I, I could get graphic and just say there's always something that you can do. Even if you're not I hope I don't offend anyone with my with my next statement. But even if you're not a trained fighter, even if you're not a a gung fu person Okay, you can still be a warrior, right? If someone's trying to rape you and they're 250 pounds and they got you pinned down and you can't get off and they, you can't get them off you, there are always options. I mean, I tell my students, how, willing, how far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to go to defend yourself? How far are you willing to go to fight? You can dump in your pants. You can go to, you can go to the bathroom in your pants. You can crap your pants up. If they want it, they've got to want it really badly to go through all that stuff, right? So what I'm trying to say is you have this group they want nothing but bad things for you. They want you to stop breathing. They want you to stop living. They want you to stop having a good time. They want you to stop interacting with your family and people that love you. They want you to be isolated. And they want you to be dead. They want you to be suffering. They want you to be depressed. They want you to believe that they're in control of your life. Only you are in control of your life, and only you make decisions of who will control you. I believe this is the way it is. And some people do not believe, and this is why they're weak. They believe that these people control you. They do not. You have to cooperate with these monsters and degrade yourself 
or don't fight back or just give up and say, what can I do? So can this program change you? Yes. It can change you for the better or it can change you for the worse. It can make you stronger. Me, I was strong, but now it made me stronger because I had to. I had to be because I'm not going to let them cross. I'm not going to let them domineer my life. They can end my life, I guess, because they've got the science. science. I'm not Superman. I'm just a human being. But I'm not going to cooperate. Into the hole I will fight. Into the hole that they put me in, I'm not going to cooperate. They can kill me, but they'll never get any joy out of it, okay, because I'm not going to cooperate ever with these things, creatures, demonic plagues, whatever, right? So it can change you for the worst. You can become weak and cooperate, or it can change you for the better, you can get stronger, dig in, fight, because it's all about fighting. Just embrace the love of your father. Just embrace him. He will guide you through this. I believe it. I'm still here. I'm fighting. I do the best I can. I have good days. I have bad days. Sometimes I don't know what the hell they do. They seem to multi, multi-target me just to shut me up or just to slow me down. But you know what? I don't cooperate. I keep on moving forward. Best way I can. And I keep on exercising, keep on doing my kung fu and my affirmations, and I keep on talking to the Father up in heaven. That's the best I can do, and that's what I do to fight back. It can make you better, it can make you weaker, it can make you stronger. That's all i got to say. All right. Thank you, Jerome. Okie dokie. Something Jerome said is very true. Um, This program can make you or break you, and I have to be honest, for me, um, it broke me first. It broke me. And I think that they have a grand opportunity to break the target when the target is unaware of what's going on. And I think the reason I broke is because I could not explain it. I didn't know. I didn't, for whatever reason, I never thought to do a Google search or look it up on the Internet for a couple of years. And so I went through it with no support, not understanding it, not knowing what the heck was going on. So they, they did break me. Um, but then once I did discover the community, that's when I began to allow the Lord to build me up to a stronger person. But it can definitely break you, and it can definitely change you. I think a lot of TIs are definitely not as trusting as they used to be because of all the betrayals. So just wondering, that's the question of the day. Um, is this program working on you? Is the mind control working on you? Have you changed? Have you changed for the better or the worse? Or some areas for the better, some not so much for the better. Hello? Yeah, peace and blessings. You hear me? Yes. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I was trying to uh, talk to you last week, but I got uh You never did come to me, but uh, oh, it's all good. It's, it's all good because I want uh, it was a lady on there talking about uh, how they're affecting her body when she tried to get on and uh, do her work. Remember that? Remember that lady? Uh, what was she? What did she say exactly? I don't remember. You don't remember? She said she tried to work on the computer from home, and it kept giving her diarrhea or something. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, I don't remember that. But anyway, well, go ahead. I'm sure others listening do remember. Well, they got uh, the point. I'm trying to make everything is a weapon. See, well, when you, uh, I, that's why I never use that word believe. Now we're in the age of you know, okay? I cannot walk to somebody and say I believe they're doing this. I believe that. No, I got the patents to all these weapons. They got a weapon that can make you just start urinating on yourself. That's, and it's all, I got all the patents to all them weapons. And, and to, to me, it don't, I mean, it's all, 
I don't even use negative words like not, can't, won't, and don't. I don't even, I just worry, worry about what I can do. See, it's two things to learn, yourself and these weapons. It's all, it's all about uh, military precision. Me, it's out of war, okay? I take what the enemy gives me and use it to my advantage. That's real to honor all right there. So once you get get rid of that shock and odd and you really it's shock that your country and your uh America do this to you, then you get into the uh, uh the awe from the shock and the awe, then you get into how to fight back. And the best way I learned how to fight back is study, 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 and learn all these systems because it's all oh yeah, let me tell you something. It's a look up a word called T E T R A. It's called Tetra. And that's the plan what they, they got the police on. All they started in Europe five years ago. And so all these police are on the uh the radio control called Tetra. I found that out, I do research, and that's why it's not a good idea to make no contact with the police. But that's why you see everybody under this program, police, preacher, or us, lotted dot and everybody, especially law enforcement. Because they're making the police act like that. You know why? Because they're getting ready to go from uh, to RoboCop. Remember that movie, RoboCop? Yes. That's mm-hmm. what is getting ready to happen. The police are to be obsolete because that's why they got them doing all this crazy stuff. Because they're getting ready to phase them out. They all, if we getting ready, we get into some stuff now to where uh, they, they, everybody, I know all y'all know this, but everybody's brain got a particular wave, like your ID. Like your mm-hmm. social security number, and mm-hmm. so I, I see. I be just straight up getting information, okay. And that's how they bring and bring everybody. Brain got particular ways, and that's your signal and your ID. And all it is is that when they shoot light the information to your brain, it's how fast that you process the information and feed it back. That'll give you your number. They know your number. How fast your brain can calibrate. So everybody brain calculate and calibrate at different speeds. But there's so much information coming out. It's a beautiful time to be alive. And and for me, all this is orchestrated in the Bible. So I know God already told us what's happening. It's in the book. And so once I saw that, it was in the book. So I'm just a part of the show, enjoying the show. And and it's fun time to be alive. Y'all just, just be cool, relax. Take it easy. I'm in Atlanta where all kind of crazy stuff happening down here. With the road blowing up, the train caught on fire. And then it was a tornado at the airport. And then it was a, they had a lady, they, I know she a T.I. They had her walking butt naked through the airport. It was, it was I saw that. Ago. I didn't read the article, but I saw that headline. Wow. Yeah, she was just walking through the, she went and bought a ticket. And then and she she went to the bathroom, took her clothes off, and just started walking through the airport butt naked, man. That's mind control for real. Yeah, talking to herself about she gonna do this to every man she see and doing all this stuff, bending all over. I mean, it was it was wild, man. Horrible. So, so y'all just be careful. I right now these days and time right now, just be careful, y'all. Everybody just pay attention to what you're doing. And like uh Lauren said, you just got to know yourself. You know you from God. You ain't gonna do no crazy stuff, man. You're not going out here to rob, steal, and kill, and and, and do nothing crazy. So. We got it made, whether all y'all know it or not, because we know what's happening, man. Yeah. And, and, God put, and God put us down here to try to help somebody else. So you're doing a good job, Renata, showing other people what's going on, because so we don't want to lose no more, man. 
So you know right. God work. Peace and blessings. Stay strong. Stay in the light. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And, uh, I'll let somebody else bump their gun. Appreciate it. Love you. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Start eight if you'd like to speak. The question of the day is, is the program working on you? Is it working? Because they, they, they hope that it is. They try hard every day. Um, there are so many people, even in this community, and it just irks me um, when people downplay the stalking aspect of this. There are so many people inside of the community and outside, but I'm more focused on the ones on the inside because they should know better. They uh, downplay the stalking. Oh, it's nothing. Just ignore it. No, that's part of mind control, too. Why do you think they're out there doing all those tactics and wearing colors and doing all this silly stuff? That is programming. That is programming, up close and personal. So is it working on you? That's the question of the day. Is it getting you to stop doing the things that you enjoy? Is it making you stay in the house? Is it making you self-isolate? Is it pumping fear into you? Is it making you an angry person? Is it working? Start eight. Hello? I just say a couple of things real quick. Um, I will remember one time before I knew what mind control was, and I wish somebody like the first gentleman that talked would do a little lecture on Ellis program one night and tell everybody what is mind control, or maybe you'd have to do it on your Sunday program. But people who don't know what is mind control don't know what's being done to them. And I never believed in it, and I thought, you can't mind control me. I'm in control, blah, blah, blah. But I remember we came back from Japan in the Navy in 1973, and we were in San Diego. And I had a duplex house for sale. So this, we hadn't been there a year, and this man called me, and it was a child psychiatrist working for the Navy or government, I guess. And we didn't know we were on the list at that time. And he came to, the only person that came on my ad in the paper was this child psychiatrist. And it turned out he was from Richmond, Virginia. And I had lived in Richmond, Virginia and gone to college and so forth. And I put on a Hawaiian dress halter cut down to my navel. I never wore clothes like that. I was giddy and silly. And you know I'm never giddy and silly. And I went to sell this man and show him this duplex house. His two sisters were coming to San Diego to live, and he wanted to put them in there. And I remember his looking at me and thinking, what is wrong with this woman? And never in my life did I think that someone was mind-controlling me. It just wasn't me at all. Mm -hmm. Go by, and I start learning from you all and everybody else what was mind-control. And I went back and remembered that, and I will never forget it as long as I live. It was a method of getting a psychiatrist, I guess, for the government or whoever was writing reports on people to write a false report. That's what they do to you. Mm -hmm. I just want people to know in that first gentleman that talked that some things can be done to you, and if you don't know anything about mind control, it can be done. Hopefully nothing really, really serious like the lady in the airport. But if we could get one of you to do a lecture on it one night to help people, I think that would be good. Or maybe one Sunday you could take 20 minutes and have a lecture done. 
All right, number two, this morning on the radio, there was a program by a Captain Hill from the Army, and he has written a book, and I'm sad to say I didn't get the name of the book, but please, all the men and everybody, get that book and start reading it. Let me tell you what he was lecturing on. He was on Mike Beck's program, Mike Beck's radio program. Mike comes on every afternoon about 4 or 5 o'clock, but they must have rerun the tape this morning. The man was Captain Hill from the Army. He talked about Afghanistan and how they were letting the American soldiers be deliberately killed and die if they were injured. He had a little camp with about 20 people in it, and the two of them got injured, and they would not send in black helicopters to take the men out to the hospitals. They sent six black helicopters in to charge him with some fake crime because he wouldn't stop calling in and he was put in a sort of semi-prison and kept in charge with fake charges that destroyed him and his wife and his family and all their money and he's out of the military with I guess a dishonorable discharge and he's telling what's going on in Afghanistan and what's happening in Syria to the American soldiers. Please, everybody, get that program and listen to it or get his book. And if somebody can bring up Mike Beck's program and get the name of the book, it was, I mean, it just blew me away. So please, everybody, get that book and read it. And the only thing I can remember is Captain Hill from the Army. And we owe him to read that book and buy it for him. It was almost unbelievable and he was telling what's being done to american soldiers deliberately yeah. oh and i had something else to tell you or not okay wrap it, go ahead and wrap it up there's other people waiting go ahead real, real quick derek has a nice man who's a real ti he's a doctor of psychology he's now on derek's board and the other night when he did a lecture he told how to talk with someone who is upset and talking about suicide. And I've never known how to talk to someone and maybe help them with that seriously. So he gave the steps that you should follow. One, two, three, four. Maybe you could get him or other people could get his talk from Derek's program. It was about two weeks ago and he's on Derek's board now. So you get his name from Derek and his program and his board information. But he gave good, good information on how to talk to someone who is extremely upset and how to help them. And I think we all need to know that. Yes, um, sir. Okay. That's it. Your phone's cutting out. I know. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Thank you. I'm going to go to the next person now. Thank you. Let's see here. Uh, I lost my place. Okay, let me, let me read from the chat room. I try to include the chat room. Sometimes I forget to read. Okay, uh, let's see here. The green man says, uh, no, wrong, we are not in control. The mess with finances and services around us, we have no control over that. 
Okay. And uh, I had uh, posed the question of the day, which is, is the programming, is the mind control working on you? And Gold88 in the chat room says, yes, it is. I stay in the house. Okay. Um, I've been there. I've been there. Um, you will get the courage to come out of the house one day, I hope, I pray. I've been there. Um, this this program, it, it'll really have you that fearful. It'll have you that fearful. But once you, once you realize or once I realize that no one told me to stay in the house, <laughs> I volunteered to stay in the house. You know, it, it's all part of taking your power back. So I pray that you will uh, start to venture out, okay? Um, the green man in the chat room says, are we not just reporting back to them if we're asking if it's working or not? Uh, one of the first things I said when I posed the question is, say as much or as little or do not comment at all as you feel comfortable. So it's it's to each his own. If you don't feel comfortable answering the question, then by all means don't answer the question. Um, I do believe that they report back. They know if it's working on you or it's not, we don't really have to tell them because they do report back on, on the tactics that they use on us. Um, my point in bringing this question up is to, um, if the answer is yes for you or for anyone, to get you to thinking about counteracting the tactics that is being used on you. Okay, and I believe that it's working on everybody. So you don't have to give details into what's happening to you. Nobody on this call needs to give details if that's not what you want to do. Um, I'm just hoping that if the answer is yes, whether you verbalize your answer or not, that you think about counteracting what they're doing to you, that you try to make sure it's not working on you. That's my point in this question. Like um, Gold 88 is saying that they stay in the house. I'm hoping that Gold 88 will begin to venture outside of the house to counteract. So I just my point in this question is just to get just to get us thinking, okay? Debbie uh, Nine in the chat room says that the person that uh, Virginia mentioned is uh, not a psychologist. Let me see. He is not a doctor of psychology. He stated he's a social worker. Okay. Thank you for that information. All right, Star 88, is it is it working on you? Is it working? Or let's just put it like this. Does these tactics that these people use, these mind control tactics, do they have the ability to work on a person? Okay, let's just make it general so that you don't feel like you are talking about yourself. Do, does it have the ability to work? Have they perfected this enough to work on people, to actually change the way people behave? Right. Hello. California. Hello, Renata. This is Christina calling. Hi, Christina. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm still in a skilled nursing facility. Okay. And um, it's been pretty rough going. You do, Are you doing a little better, Christina? Well, I'm doing better. Um, yes, I had 
a few weeks there, Renata, um, that uh, were pretty bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they were pretty bad. And um, so now I'm feeling a little bit better and I'm a little bit stronger. But um, uh, new things have turned up. It's always the same kind of thing. You know, you get one aspect um, where you're feeling better and then the next one starts up. So I've, um, I was able to go out uh, I guess about two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago. And um, I was able to go out and I did pretty good. And then um, now I have incredibly swollen feet and ankles. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry about that. Someone called me yesterday and uh-huh. uh, some information for you. And now I, I wish I would have written it down. She was saying that there's a um, place that you can call for a lot of support. Her sister just went through something similar. And uh, somewhere she called, oh, my gosh, I will call her before the end of this call. And I'll get that information because I tried calling you several times, but I couldn't get through. Um, So I'm going to try to get this lady's number. Would you mind if I gave her your phone number? No, I don't have any problem with that. Okay. Not at all. Good information. She said there's somewhere you can call that can give you a ton of support because her sister got a lot of support um, from this place, but I can't remember where where the place is or right. what the number is. So I'll give her your number, okay? Yeah, that would be great because um, that's what I really need right now. Okay. And um, it, it helps to have people to talk to. And, yeah, um, yeah it really helps. For that, and I don't know um, how long I'm going to be here, or you know what's going on. So that's the hard part: is not knowing what's going on and losing so much of your freedom, which you know we've all been doing right or wrong, losing our freedom. So I don't really know um, being in this program uh, what the chances are of of getting out of a skilled nursing facility. So um, I don't know what to say about that. But uh, do you have my number, Renata? Let me let me see if because every time I call, I get a, a cancer. So let me just make sure I have it have the right number. Uh, right, because my cell phone's the best way to get in touch with me right now. Okay, so does it end in one two six nine? No. Okay. No, no, that's that's a hard one to use, Renata, and it doesn't have, it's a hard uh, phone number to use, and it doesn't have voicemail. Okay, that's the one I've been calling then. Okay, I don't know if you want to out now, or I don't know. Yeah, let um, let me give you my phone number, my cell phone. It's 949. Uh-huh. Nine zero three. Okay. Five five four three. Okay. Nine four nine nine zero three five five four three. Right. Okay. Thank you very much, and I'll make sure this lady gets well. He has a good Yeah, that sounds um, like something that uh, is very beneficial. What was yeah. the last number that you? 
get the, the phone number that you had for me? Oh, I just erased it. I don't know. I oh, okay. It. No problem. Sorry, yeah, no problem. Yeah. yeah. I just put my phone and put the new number. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Not a problem. Okay. So what what's on your mind today? What would you like to talk about? Well, um, I think that the topic you had was really good, but the mind control factor. And, um, you know, that's what uh, was hindering me from making any progress was the mind control factor and um, the hopeless feeling of being uh, in a program that nobody, you couldn't talk to anybody about it, you're isolated, you're, um, uh, nothing is working, in other words, and that's um, what got me into the situation that I'm in right now is that nothing is working that I did. I tried everything that I could possibly think of and um, nothing really worked. And I think that, um, uh, I think that uh, the wars, like you were talking, what you were talking about, war wise and the troops and, and what's happening with the troops and the veterans is, deplorable. It's absolutely positively deplorable and um, I don't know what to say about that except that it's, you know, it is what it is and so I'm I'm so sad about that and um, I wish there was more I could do but I'm trying to keep my own head above water. And that's not so easy at this particular point. And that the strange thing also is that um, I thought that when I went to the hospital and when I went over here um, for skilled nursing, I thought that um, I would be out of the range of um, frequency. And I'm not. It's just as bad here as it is at home. Maybe even worse because of the medical equipment. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, the the hospital, Renata, was definitely worse. Um, I can't imagine. um, I I can't. um, I I don't even have words to say what the hospital was like. It's something that would take a while to uh, write down and think about. And... um, I was expecting a more from it. I was expecting um, oh, I was expecting more, and I just really didn't think that um, things could get this bad. But you're right about the medical equipment and all this um, stuff that's going on. And I just um, always felt that there was a way. Um, to better navigate through all this, but I guess not. I don't know. I I just don't know. I think that um, our society in general is so used to the Roman way of doing business and doing things that they can't see. Uh, that's the mind control factor, too, is that they can't... Um, their, their thinking is Roman, and their thinking is, um, 
uh, how can I say it? It's leading from behind, so that it's so hard um, to figure out that um, for people that that's a form of mind control. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's another form of mind control, and um, I had the same problem. I had exactly the same problem. And, um, yeah, it's hard to, um, you really have to have somebody, that's why isolation is not good, but um, you really have to have somebody that is uh, a buddy (laughs) that will help you straighten out your thinking. And I'm talking to myself, too. I had to have the same thing. Mm-hmm. I had to find uh, people that um, I had to really find people that knew more than I did, and mm-hmm. um, that's what I found was beneficial. So um, I did uh, not have to get angry. I got frustrated. I'm frustrated right now, but um, you don't get angry anymore once you get to the root of things. You, you figure out. That you were just set up, you know, just plain set up. And then once you figure out that you're set up, then you realize that um, it uh, it was a trap all along. It was a trap. And um, once you figure that out, you don't you stop blaming yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. You stop blaming yourself and realize that um, this is an opportunity to um, get things better off than they were. So um, that's what I did. And um, unfortunately, gosh, that's what I did, but it didn't seem to help either in a way um, because I couldn't um, completely uh, find out what was mind control and what what wasn't mind control. Mm-hmm. And I was very mind controlled. Also, I think we all are to a degree. I think we really all are, and it's a lifelong battle to get to get out from under that web. So that's kind of where I'm at. Is I went back and thought about things and thought, well, you know. Could I have done this better? Could I have done that better? Could I have um, been a little smarter? And then um, I did say that on one of the calls, and this guy that um, was from Texas said, there wasn't anything you could do, Christina. You were in such a big trap that there's nothing you could have done to get out of that. And I think that there was a lot of um, that was true. And then I think that um, the other thing is you have to relearn everything again. And uh, it's part of, you know, even um, with the financial climate and things like that, there's a lot of stuff I have to relearn. So um, I don't get angry. um, I try not to get angry. And once in a while I do, but um, I'm mostly frustrated and I'm mostly... I'm trying to figure out how not to give up. I I don't even know how to give up now. I wish I did um, know what to do in this particular situation. 
but I don't, and I'm not in control of it. That's the main thing. I'm not in control anymore of anything. So um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of answers right now, Renata. That's the main thing. And um, I had some really nice visitors, and they didn't have any answers for me either. They said the same thing. But well, um, hard I to you're not in control. That must be a hard position to be in. But God is in control, you know. Right. And as you have uh, made peace with Him, then it's all in His hands. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I have trouble managing from day to day because I'm an active person and very active. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've lost, um, you know, that activity. I don't, I'm not able, there's just nothing to do. That's the bottom line. There's nothing to do. But, you know, I have to say I'm very impressed. Um, and actually, I want to say this, too. You sound uh, much stronger today than, than you did the last time I, I talked with you. So I'm really uh, happy about that. But you, um, I'm very impressed because you still call into the calls, which means you're still reaching out for support. You're right. still getting input. So things have changed, you know, in some aspects. Like you said, you can't get out as much as you as you would like to. But when you when you felt well enough to go out a couple of weeks ago, you did. And so you're still keeping your livelihood as much as you possibly can. I'm very impressed by that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I am. Yeah. You still call the calls and you, you know, you're actively participating in the calls. And, and right. that's, that's wonderful. You're still giving your input. That's that's wonderful. Yeah. I, it, well, thank impressed. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Renata. Um, I appreciate that encouragement. And, um, yeah. I, uh, you know, my frustration is that I can't do more. That's, that's okay. what my... Yeah, you are doing what you can. You just stay right. in with God. Um, read your Bible when you can. If you can't, um, uh, look for an audio Bible online, and you know, just listen to that. Go to sleep with that in your ears, and just stay in commune with God, and He'll give you that peace like no other can ever give you. You know, yeah, I I'm hoping to get back to that because um, I always had that peace. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, you know, I'm not used to, I, I've always had um, the peace that passes all understanding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm losing that now and I'm getting frustrated. And, um, uh, you know, the fact well, that... Well, you, you know yourself better than, than we do, but I, I feel your peace. You know, I mean, you say you're losing it, but I feel it. Wow. I can tell. I can tell that you're at peace, but, I mean, only you know how you feel. Yeah. Um, sure. But just continue to ask the Lord for uh, for the peace that only he can give. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to call you um, during, this, uh, during the week, if that's okay. Oh, sure. Okay. And I'm going to give the lady your phone number because she has some really good uh, referrals for you. That's great. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'll be talking to you. Okay. I'm going okay. to you Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. We're going to keep uh, Christina lifted up in prayer.
she's going through some medical difficulties, which she has shared with us before. Uh, Start eight, if you would like to speak. The question of the day is, is the programming working? But I guess I'm kind of changing the question a little bit because someone in the chat room says that by answering that question that we're just reporting back to them, and that's not my intention. I just want people to think about counteracting. If you can answer the question, whether um, verbally or non-verbally, if the, if you feel the programming is working on you, then I would just like you to think of ways to counteract their programming because I think that we should fight. We should fight it. Um, and and um, let's see, Virginia brought up a question, uh, brought up a point rather that, some people don't know how to recognize what mind control is. And I remember um, being that person and being in that uh, that state of mind, like what does it mean, mind control, especially when I first came to this uh, community and I would hear mind control, mind control, but I didn't know how that showed up or how that manifests in in my life or in a person's life. Um, So just some things to think about that mind control can come in the form of, and these are just a few things that I can think of, Um, mind control can come in the form of subliminal messaging. It can come in the form of different tactics that's used, even like I said earlier, the colors and all the street theater that they do out there. All of that is to uh, mind control you and to modify your behavior. Um, Directing conversations, when you have these people that are trying to, um, hold certain conversations and plant different thoughts and ideas in your mind. Um, handlers in your life, of course, are trying to steer you in a different direction. Um, also, it can come through dreams. I believe that dreams can be implanted. Um, different thoughts can be implanted. And there are many different ways that they can mind control a person. Of course, it can also come through television, through the entertainment, even through sports and things like that. So there's many ways that a person's mind can be manipulated and um, and programmed. And and it's all subtle. Most of it is very subtle, and it, it happens over a period of time. So those are some of the ways that mind control shows up. Okay, star eight, if you'd like to weigh in on the topic, um, say as much or as little as you like. It, this is not about you feeding information to the perps. This is a conversation that, you know, we just need to have. Hello, deer in headlights. Hello. Hello. I know it's taking a while, you guys, to get to you. Karen, deer in headlights, are you there? Okay. She held up. All right, star eight, if you would like to speak. I'm going to people who have not spoken first. Hello. Hi. Renata? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm real good. I want to thank you for rephrasing the question in more general. Uh, but uh, I think with this program does, it has done. Speak up just a little bit. We can't hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? A little bit better. Not not too good. Okay. Hold on. All right. I, I think what this program, what I've been looking into, is this theory called learned helplessness. And I it's think called- a lot of it. Learned helplessness. Learned helplessness. Yes. Yeah. And I and I think a lot of the early 
gang stalking and workplace mobbing and all those tactics are really geared towards getting us eventually into a position where we feel like even if we do have an out, we don't take it. I mean, I read, I've been reading about this and this experiment with these rats that were shot constantly with electric, electricity and they had no way out. Then, uh-huh. they, then they opened up the box to give the rats a way out and shocked them, but the rats didn't go because they had learned that they had no choice and they stayed in the box instead of taking that exit. So I agree with like what you said. Once I became aware, um, I think that that gave me the opportunity from listening and learning from other people to take the way out. And because we come with so many different tactics, it's constant sitting down this one and doing that. It's just a constant combat. But that's a fight that we have to take up. And it's unfortunate that it's, a lot of stuff takes finances. If if it's poisoning, you got to get detox stuff. If it's electromagnet, you got to get shielding stuff. It, it's just it is a difficult thing to fight. But I think that um, I think for some of us, we get or for myself, I get to the point where I didn't think there was any way out, and I was suicidal, and and I was a mess. But once I learned, once once I started listening to other people, I I decided that I was going to um. I was going to try to help myself. And so I think, like Jerome and the other guys from Atlanta mentioned, that it does make you stronger once you decide to fight. You know, you have to decide to fight. So I just wanted to share that, that um, it's a decision. And even after making that decision, it's difficult because they come with so much. It takes money to fight some of these things. And it is a lonely, it's a lonely fight. So... I don't know if that relates to the question. It does, and it, it doesn't have to. You can say whatever's on your mind. Okay. Thank you, Renata. Thank you very much. Okay, dear in headlights, I'm going to try you again. <clears throat> Hello? Hi, can you, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. How are you? I'm Fine, thank you. I'm sorry I was on the computer and it decided not to work how the computer does sometimes like that or the connection wasn't good or something. Yeah, you asked uh, evidence of mind control. This is a funny story because I ran around when I first found out I was a target for the first year and a half, whatever it was, two years, thinking I'm not mind controlled. I'm not mind controlled. Uh (laughs) I I just have the do, the weapons, right? Well, I was on these calls and whatnot still every night. And so I guess it gave me a nice demonstration that for three solid months, every time I looked at the clock, it was 111, 222, 333, 444. It didn't matter. I tried to, on my own, I tried to look at the clock and see if I could do it on my own. I could not. Okay. So this went on for three months, and I told everyone on the call they heard this story before. And then at the very end of it, when I was, you know, after I told the group and everything, I was sitting down one day and I had a, or I had a thought to look at my odometer right during that period of time. And I'd gone 333.3 miles and I was getting 33.3 miles to the gallon. I said, well, that can't be a coincidence. And then I had a thought to 
put something in my brain, you know, I was thinking about an issue in real life and I had to do some math and it turns out the math came out to one 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 point one 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 one. So I thought, okay, this can't all be, you know, synchronicitous. I think this is a thought injection, it's called, I believe is what the scientists refer to it as. They just put this thought in your head to look at the clock whenever they want you to so that they can prove a point, I guess is my point. So it was flawless, seamless, no evidence that it wasn't my idea to look at the clock at exactly those times. I had no idea. It was a demonstration, in my opinion, of what they can do. Besides the mood manipulation, uh, before what uh, many uh, people have mentioned this as well on the calls, at the beginning of my targeting, before it became blatantly apparent what was going on, I went through these mood shifts for about a year. I went to see a psychiatrist. I said, I don't know what's going on with me, but, you know, one day I'm depressed, the next day I'm blah, 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 and I'm having all these <clears throat> strangeness going on with my emotions. And um, <clears throat> I come to find out it was just them playing around with things. <laughs> So yes, they can definitely, I think it's emotions with these frequencies and this thought injection just blew my mind. I, I, I couldn't believe it. So, And I've also had several instances that I can identify as forced speech previously in my life when things just exploded out of my mouth and they were perfectly worded and they were, really weren't my words, but they were kind of my thoughts and they just blurted out in a, in a moment that I wasn't prepared for So and or there were bad things that came out that I wasn't aware of. So, uh, yeah, I, the forced speech and the uh, thought injection, and I've also personally witnessed in my own life uh, an, a phenomenon known as EDEM, electronic dissolution of memory, on people around me that witness things happening. Young people with good minds, very uh, smart people, and a week later couldn't remember what had, had been going on for the last two years. All of a sudden had forgotten all of it, and there was no agenda, and there was no anything. But that's a form of mind control, Edom, electronic dissolution of your memory. But um, anyway, and then your question, not lastly, your question was, uh, what did I, what do you do to work against it? Well, I don't know how to work against that, except I have been using Dave's CD since at least last September, I think, according to my uh, records. And um, it finally, after a few months, kicked in, and I've had a lot of relief. For a lot of things. I, I start sleeping better, waking up feeling, remembering some dreams, which is wonderful, waking up more, feeling more like myself, not as moody, uh, not as easy to anger, or uh, not as paranoid, uh, and no, and other symptoms are 95 to 98% gone. So that was my, and besides that, turning to God constantly every day of my life, every moment, and as I fall asleep every night listening to that CD, I am saying the Lord's Prayer over and over until I fall asleep. So I do hang on to God very, very strongly, uh, you know, through all this. I just wanted to share. Thank you um, very much for sharing. Now, something you said just caught my attention because I don't know about everyone on this call, but I have definitely experienced uh, looking at the clock at a certain time. Um, it's 9-11 when I look at the clock a lot of times. And I never yeah. thought about this thought injection thing that you said. Um, also, that can happen, like, in, in my targeting, if the police happen to drive by and I'm, you know, driving, looking straight ahead, but all of a sudden I turn and there they are. But it's like something made me turn to look. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I guess that's yep. that thought injection yep. that you said. But um, I'm wondering how many people on this call have, have noticed the clock or, like you said, the odometer 
or the um, you have to look at your watch at a certain time. Um, a lot of people on YouTube talk about that too, especially with well, the nine eleven. And I never, I never associated that with mind control until you just well, did. Yeah, so I, a lot of people are talking about this today too, so it's probably mass mind control. But I have one more thing I want to throw in here. Now that I'm feeling better, I can look back on behaviors. That, that were as a result of their mind control. I mean, they put a thought in my head, you lost the clippers, you lost the clippers for the yard, you know. And I wake up at 3 in the morning jonesing on these stupid $20 clippers, just the thoughts, just keep, you know, worried about these clippers. And I'd wake up my daughter in the middle of the night, honey, let's look for at 3 a.m., let's look for the clippers. And I, I felt perfectly justified at the time for, because my thought processes had been, it had been just pounded into my brain about these stupid clippers. I did that three nights within one week or something. At the time, I felt so justified. And it was like until years later when things started getting better, I got some perspective and went, oh, my God. I really thought I was justified. And it all made sense to me at the time. But now I look at it and say, I was totally delusional. But they put the thought in my head. It's a repetitive thought that they just pound in your head and they can make you obsess on something that just isn't that important. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that input. Yeah, just another now, fun story. My my group usually has heard these over and over, these stories. They're probably sick of them. They're probably rolling their eyes. <laughs> on yeah, but I'm over glad there. you said that because I've never thought of that, uh, especially the number thing. Now, I know that that number thing goes back to numerology. It does go back to numerology, and these Satanists who are behind this program, they're very much into numerology. So I know that that, that does um, associate with that. But I never thought of it as my as part of mind control. So thank you for that input. Oh, you're welcome. That's okay. Awesome. I'll put you All right. That was interesting. Very, very uh, insightful. Thank you for that. Okay. Star 8, if you would like to speak. I'm trying to get people who have not spoken yet, okay? And then we'll come back to those who have already spoken. Hello. Hello. Hi. I came in on the short end of the the subject matter. So what is the topic today? Um, I was saying how the whole basis of this program is to modify behavior behavior modification, um, to program a person, to mind control a person. So the question of the day was, is the program does the program well, it was, is the program working on you? But someone in the chat room said that by answering that question, that's kind of feeding information to the person. So the question of the day has been modified, has been changed to say, does the programming that they're trying to do with all these tactics they use on a target, does it have the ability to work on a person? You can say as yes. much or as little as you like. You can make it personal or you can make it general. Yes, I believe personally, on a personal level, yes, it does. I was just thinking about this subject, but not along the terms of the topic yesterday, about a gentleman that said the brain has no firewall. And I was like, why did he say that multiple times the way that he said it? And with this form of technology, what he was saying is the human body has no defense against electromagnetic stimuli on the electromagnetic network of the brain's natural neural network system. So you can do anything from suggest thoughts to create emotions, uh, sorrow, depression on a human subject, and they would internalize that as that was them. You can even create inside of a person 
a behavior trait that is not them. They will begin to question the behavior trait, but because it's coming from their natural form, they would internalize that as something that maybe they are dealing with on a personal level. Uh And she just touched on the subject matter about the thought projection of another person, or I would say the behavior traits of another person onto your brain network, that is possible as well. Sometimes they like to do that when we're all asleep. They end up patching memories or emotions or activities of another individual that you have no contact with into your dream life. Uh-huh. So, yeah, on a personal level, I believe. So I believe that I and my family have been a victim of that um, before we understood that this program even existed. And you have to be careful with trying to bring into um, your own personal accountability what technology is able to do through you when you know that it's not you. Because that's a different type of harassment and victimization uh, of remote technology. Because now you're trying to correct something inside of you that didn't come from you originally. It came from someone manipulating the electrical stimuli inside of your own natural body. Another great subject, Sister Renata, you know, you you are a great blessing to the people that are being victimized by this, even though that you suffer some vic- some victimization yourself. Thank you. God be the glory. Okay, anything else, Brother Cambrick? So, my sister, I just enjoy uh, your ability to bring these type of topics up and the various people that are on planet Earth with us right now, um, their ability to try to share the best they can in the most simplistic form that they can gather themselves to express it in. So I thank God for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Okay, put you on hold. All right, question of the day. Does this technology... Um, the people who are physically being used, boots on the ground, everything these people are doing, law enforcement, whatever they're doing to the target, does it have the ability to work? Can the mind control be effective? Have people's personalities changed? Are people totally different um, now that they are aware that they're being targeted, now that they have been the subject of these harassment campaigns? Does it work, or can it be counteracted? Can you overcome this? Can you outsmart, outbeat the technology, however you want to say it, the technology and the people, because it's not only technology being used. It's people being used as well. I'm going to try to go to the people who have not spoken. Star 8, we'd like to weigh in on the topic or talk about anything else. Hello. Oregon. Hi, Ren- Hi, Renata. It's Ella. Hey, Ella. How are you? I'm good. I've been here. I've been listening to your calls. I haven't spoken in a while, though. Um, that's an interesting topic that you have tonight. And I mean, for me, from my perspective, I would say that it does work. Um, there's pretty remarkable evidence or experiences that I've had that kind of indicate that it is true. Um, you know, I do the clock thing, too. Um, it's usually 11-11. 111, 311, uh, 9-11. It's always that, and I don't know what it is. And that's just a small example. And then um, some more prominent examples, like if I'm looking at where it is, I get some, like I turn around, walk straight to it, and there it is. 
strange things like that, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like you feel compelled to do things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's happened to me so many times. Or I'm looking for something and I don't know where it is, and all of a sudden I just feel this impulse to just walk and it's right there. You know, that could be coincidence, but it's the way it feels in your body and your mind and the way you respond to the, to, to the, uh, what's the word, the impulse, you know. And so mm-hmm. I've been, because it's been going on so many years and it's been so severe with me that I've become an expert at feeling what's natural and unnatural, what's a true instinct, what's a not a true instinct, uh, uh, synthetic instinct. Mm-hmm. It does take awareness. And um, I see it because I have a family. You know, my family will do things that are, it's a, it's a collective group and they're unaware of it in, in, in one another, but I'm very aware of it. And then you also see like a lot of mood and the way that I studied it and what it's been communicated to me is like amplification. They can take an emotion and amplify it. In other words, put it on steroids. And, you know, Delgado's book is a classic example historically of the ability to, you know, control people's emotions and impulses. And that's been around 60 years or more. And so, and they have like a list of all the different frequencies that are going to create certain emotions within a human being or a, or a mind, actually any biological creature. Um is sensitive to uh, uh, microwave energy. And so, but, um, you, you know, you ask, can we overcome this? I don't know about overcoming it. I think high awareness is the only solution. Like if I get a weird thought about somebody, I'm like, is this a thought injection, you know, or, and then I just don't give it too much. I don't weigh too much about what the thought is. If it's about somebody else, I just, time will show me the truth, you know. So, because they do COINTELPRO and, so I just kind of give everybody a chance, even if I get this weird thought, oh, that person's a perp or that person's disinformation or that person's whatever. And so I just give it time. You know, you just have to give some time and it, you can kind of tell after a while. So um, I just think high awareness, you know, and um, and I do pray a lot um, for true instincts and true insight. Um, you know, just kind of trying to muddle through all the signals, what's real, what's not, what's manufactured you know so it just takes a lot of work i think but it's worth it you know and i think that's all we can do is uh, you know be observant that's all yeah. mm-hmm. very good advice thank you ella okay thank you ella does an excellent call you guys i usually catch ella on um, youtube because she posts her videos and she gets the um, best guests oh my goodness she gets some really dynamic guests so uh, make sure you listen and support her call. She does an excellent job. And Lauren does as well. Lauren spoke earlier. She she does an excellent call as well. Um, so back to this number thing. I used to wake up at, I think it was 3, 3 a.m. Just wake up. Just sit straight up at 3 a.m. And this went on for months. And it drove me crazy. And when I would wake up, I would look at the clock that I had on my nightstand, and it would be 3 a.m. So what I did to counter that, because I'm always going to try to counter. That's one thing about me. I'm going to try to counter. So when when, when we say, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter what we do, it's not going to work, I, I, I disagree in some areas. Like we really can't stop what they're doing with the technology at this point. Hopefully one day we'll be able to. But at this point, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. But I believe that we should die trying. I just, I just, I'm just not going to lay down and accept it. So I'm always going to be trying to find a way around it. 
okay? And I think one of the ways is if you know they are programming you um, not to leave your house or to isolate yourself, which which I've been there too, um, then make a conscious effort to say, you know what, I'm going out. I don't care what happens when I get out there, but I'm going out. You have to challenge yourself. That's how you counter. That's how you counter what they're trying to do. At least that's what I did. I started out just sitting on the porch. Well, I'm just going to sit on the porch. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm going to sit on the porch because fear had me to that place to where I was just too afraid to go anywhere because I was afraid of what was going to happen when I got out there. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And I just stopped overthinking things. I think that's a problem as well. I think we overthink things sometimes. So I just pray, walk out on faith, and I go, and I do what I'm going to do. Um, And that's how we get stronger. But as far as this number thing, the way I counteracted that, when I would wake up at 3 a.m. without fail and look at the clock, I turned the clock around. I kept saying, "Uh now how am I going to deal with this? Because I am not going to be looking at this clock. And then after a while, it just gets you kind of scared to go to sleep. Like, oh, my goodness, I normally wake up at 3. So I turned the clock around. So when I look, when I did wake up and I looked over there, I did not see 3 a.m. I'm pretty sure it was 3 a.m. But because that's the time that I was waking up, and that went on for many months. But I didn't see 3 a.m. anymore because I turned the clock around. That was the only thing I could think of to do. So when I looked over there, I did not see 3 a.m. And eventually, it went away. So we we constantly have to look for solutions. You have to be a solution-oriented person if you want to overcome any of this. Now, you may not overcome everything at once, but tackle it one at a time. Just tackle it one at a time. That's my suggestion. Don't give in. Never feel helpless and defeated because God is with us and we can do all things through him who gives us strength. I truly believe it. All right, I'm looking for people who have not spoken yet. Let's see. Hello? Hello. How are you, Lana? I'm great. I am having a beautiful day. You already, my daughter's gone to the carnival. <sighs> it just feels so good. Good. What's going on? Did you want to weigh in on the question today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. I used to have this thing with the sleep, right? Where mm-hmm. I would go to sleep and, like, say, I would look at the clock and it would be three fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Then I would go back to sleep and it seemed like I've been asleep for hours. And I would wake up again and it would be three fifty-two. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, it, it, that went on for a while. It went on for a while. It seemed like I went to sleep for hours, and then when I would wake up, it would be through still 53. And I'm like, how did that happen? That's like uh, what was that, that movie Groundhog Day where everything's the same. That's yeah. Yeah, I had that, but I'm good. I ain't getting none of the stocking. I ain't getting none of that. I'm good. That's good. I'm, I'm doing real good. I got um, <laughs> I got two people that's going to be experimenting on something, and um, um, possibly we can get the targets, the, 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 the we can get the frequencies, depending on how many microchips they have on them, we could get um, activated, deactivated within three weeks. I got two people working on it. One person just started working on it three days ago and already getting really good results. 
I got another person that's going to be working on it pretty soon. He just ordered the magnet. So I got two people on trust. Uh, uh, just you know, I'm just I'm working on, and I'll get back with y'all with the feedback on that. And I'll, I'm telling you, I'm doing good. I know gang stalking, none of that. That's great. You know, targeting. The only thing that I get targeted with is with my daughter. When I try to go get my daughter some help. But I yeah. told y'all the transmitters is behind your ear. That's where you need to be focused on, behind your ear. Okay. Well, you you are a perfect example of a person that's always looking for solutions, and I like that about you. Oh, that's yeah, we're going to get this. We're going to shut them down. You hear me? We're going to shut them down. <laughs> we're going to let them know that the most high is running this. Okay? Yes, he, is. he sure is. That's right. Very that's good. All wanted, that's all I wanted to say. But I will get back with y'all and let you know about the older two people. Okay. All right, good. Thank you, Lala. You're welcome. Lala is always, I'm a witness to that. She's always looking for a solution. Never gives up. That's how we have to be. Okay, I'm not connected right now, I don't think. She's always... Um, Looking for a way out, looking for a way to counter this. Okay, star eight, is it possible to overcome the mind control tactics being used on a target? Or do you just or do you just say they have me hooked up to the satellite, they have my brainwave pattern, they have people following me, they're bothering me in my sleep, I'm getting voices, so that's it. Nothing I can do about it. I have heard people have come to this call, they think the technology is the almighty. There is no way out once the technology is on you. So how do you feel about that? Is there a way? Is there a way to counter? Looking for people who have not spoken yet. Okay. Hello? Hello. This is Charles. Yeah, how are you doing, Nana? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, um, okay, as far as the topic, right? Um. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. Um, going on the line on the lines about it before, and um, I remember, you know, um, a conversation that came up a couple of times, and that we have the ability. Each person has the ability. Okay, you know, as far as you know, percentage of the you know brain power that's used and all that, and I believe that type of thing. Okay that, okay, that if you increase your consciousness, okay, uh-huh. there's, th- there's things that, you know, like, okay, you can say make-believe or whatever, but things that's shown like in the Matrix and other films and stories like that, that is possible and beyond, okay? So, I mean, I remember there's a person uh, named Dawu, Dawu Bailey, Okay, use the phrase, um, what we is, the type of, what's one of the main things that's going on now is consciousness versus, te- or it's technology versus consciousness. Okay, and they're using their tech, uh, and they're using their technology to, you know, sort of dampen and beating you down as, as far as long as you don't use your consciousness. But, I mean, once you increase your consciousness, okay, the technology is a joke, okay? 
what they use. All right. Can it be um, over well, from the mere fact that people calling in and discussing the problem? That's a clear sign right there that, okay, it's something that you're doing. All right. Uh, uh, so, you know, it's like, it's, I mean, it's like, you know, they don't have total control. That's what I'm saying. They don't have to. Huh? Unless you give it to them. Right. They don't have total control. Uh, matter of fact, they really don't have, they don't have no control. Okay. It's what mostly what you said. It's what the people been giving it to them, you know, even as far as to say, even taking out the realm of technology, take it to the, um, to the level of the, um, um, gang stalking and, you know, street, um, street theater and all this type and all those tactics. Okay. All that, basically the primary operation of that is on people's um, compliance and people going along with it. If people just ain't going to go along with the BS, it falls it falls down like a like a deck like a like a house of cards. Right. Okay. A lot of this stuff, I mean, it'll fall down easily. Okay. But it basically it's all built on people's compliance and people being manipulated to um play along with the BS. All right. Now the guy that um talked earlier. We just talked before me, and it was a couple of um, callers that came after him, but it was a guy, all right, uh, really interested uh, really interested what he said as far as what he talked about um, certain um, experiences as far as um, um, people's, other people's personalities getting transferred to yours and stuff. And... Too bad we don't have the conference calls like we like you used to do it before. Because I would have asked them, well, is that something? Are you sure is that something that happened as far as the technology, or is it something that happened on the spiritual plane? Because as far as what goes on, as far as the unseen, you also you have the you have the um, technology, but then you have the ultimate beyond that, which is the spiritual or esoteric or stuff like that that's happening on that level too. I think that was Brother Kendrick and, and, and if he I think he's still around and you'll you'll be able to to dialogue with him in a few minutes if you'd like. Mm. Okay. You if you want to ask him, so you'll be able to do that so once we get to the rest of these callers, okay? All right. Okay. Thank you, Charles. All right. All right. Um Charles said something very important. He hit the nail on the head when he says that if you increase your conscious level, your consciousness level, that you can counteract some of this stuff. And I totally, totally agree. It has a lot to do with your consciousness, a lot, lot, lot. I can't stress that enough, to do with your consciousness level. How is it that for most of us, before we knew we were targeted, but we kind of had an inkling, like something strange is, is going on in my life, okay? A lot of us were not doing so well at that point, depending on how hard you were getting bombarded. I know for me, I was getting bombarded by police and people following me and people turning and all of this, but I had no explanation for this. Did not know any of you guys, not even know what a targeted individual was. 
that's at the point where they were able to break me, okay? The minute I found out and made a conscious decision, I found out I was, tar- you know, this whole targeted individual thing, and made a conscious decision, I'm going to do my research, I'm going to increase my consciousness level, I'm going to get more into my spirituality, my relationship with the Lord. At that point is when I was able to begin to move forward. That's because I had an increase in consciousness. So what Charles said is right on. It's right on. So for those of you who feel stuck in certain areas of this targeting, I would urge you to do just what Charles said, increase your consciousness level. There's many ways to do that. For me, it's prayer, medication, exercise, trying to eat right, which that's still a struggle for me, but I'm trying. Um, and there's a lot of factors that goes into an increased consciousness. Do your research. Um, listen to different videos. Listen, uh, listen and talk to people who you feel are um, highly conscious people. Get where you need to be. That's what this is all about. And if we do that, we absolutely can change some of this stuff. I believe it. So thank you for adding that, Charles. That's really very important. Thank you. All right, let's see who has not spoken. Okay, all right, I think everyone has. Star 8, if you'd like to speak. Thank you, Lynn. Lynn said this is a, a terrific topic today. Thank you. Uh, let's see, it was talking else. I wanted to... Oh, I want to say this too, um, as far as uh, higher consciousness. I watched, um, I think it was on Discovery TV. There's a program I'm starting to watch, and it, it, it shows you all kind of unusual situations and things happening in the world. I'll try to get the name of it. I think it's on BBC. Um, however, or Discovery, I can't remember which one. There's a guy, there was a guy they were showing yesterday, and I was really interested in this particular one because this guy puts himself, his, himself in extreme weather conditions, particularly cold. And he goes to places like the Antarctic and places that are just freezing, like not cold, but freezing, um, well below temperature, uh, well below zero temperatures and things like that. And he emerges himself in ice water, buckets of ice water. Now, he's already in the snow. He's already in the cold climates outside, below freezing temperatures, ice on the ground where there really should be water, but the water has turned into ice. So he goes outside bare, no clothes, and he emerges himself in icy water. And the doctors are just amazed because this man doesn't die. He should die from hypothermia, but he doesn't. And they asked him, how how do you do this? And he has this whole process where he conditions his mind to deal with any climate that he wants to. And he's broken all these world, Guinness Book of Records and all this stuff. But that's amazing to me because we don't use a fraction. We don't use a fraction of our minds. Not one small fraction. But this man has learned how to do mind over matter and not worry about what medically should happen, but knows the power of his mind. 
he has a breathing technique, he has, you know, all this stuff he does, and now he trains other people to do it to survive these below freezing temperatures. And I'm going to watch that again probably tonight because I want to learn that technique. <laughs> I don't want to be in, in below freezing temperatures, but I definitely want to learn how to use the power of my mind. And if we do that, we can overcome much more than we think we can overcome. I, I in the past, have dealt with um, with the um, with the sleep paralysis, and you guys have heard me talk about this. And when we discussed that movie Get Out and the other week, and uh, the character in that movie went to what the therapist called the sunken place, which was this dark, dark, dark place when she put him under hypnosis. Well, that's exactly what the sleep paralysis that I experienced, that's what it feels like. It feels like I'm going into this dark, um, sunken place that seems impossible to get out of, but my mind is still um, alert. I can hear everything around me, but I fall into this darkness, and I'm paralyzed. And there are many people on YouTube talking about this, so this is not just me. I don't know if it's technology. It feels like it's probably technology. It feels very demonic. Um, most people who describe it on YouTube says that they see a demonic entity when they go through this and they see this, um, what they call, I forgot what they call that little witch, um, with this little demonic lady, and then they see this shadow man over in the corner. Well, I don't see that. Thank God I don't see that. But I definitely go to this sunken place, okay, where I can, I have no control. I cannot move. I am, that's why it's called sleep paralysis. I am paralyzed. I can hear everything that's happening in my house, but I cannot respond. I can't even move a toe. I can't move a finger. I can't move anything until I am released, okay? Well, lately, I'm able to come out of it at will. The last two times that happened to me, first of all, I called on Jesus. I've been doing that when it happened. But the last two times, I said through my mind when I'm going through this, I refuse to go into that sunken place. I said it over and over and over. I will not go into this sunken place. And do you know that I did not? I came out of it twice. So that tells me that there is a lot of power that we're not tapping into, and I'm going to learn how to tap into it. I was very thankful to God and very impressed with the fact that I just simply refused in my mind, I'm not going into that sunken place. I'm not doing it. And I didn't. So I'm telling you, there we have more power than we are tapping into. And it all started at birth, in my opinion, when they started to dumb us down. And we've been dumbed down ever since. And that's part of this program. They don't want us to use our full brain capacity, but we should. We definitely should. Okay, star eight. Hello. Hearing headlights. Yeah. Okay, I'm put you back on hold. All right, star eight. I know it's taking a while, but if you guys can be by your phones, please. Okay, so this is everybody's second time around. So if you guys can keep it brief because we're going to end and move on to our movie review. Hello? 
Virginia. All right. Yeah, it's not there. We moving on. Moving on without you. Hello. Hello. Hey, DC. Can't hear you. You're very muffled. I was saying that I wrote down some notes or whatever because um, I'm having a severe headache, and um, I knew by the time, you know, if I got through, that I would have a hard time trying to recall all of this. But um, one of the things that I noticed from this program or the way I feel about it, and especially considering just how evil it is, how corrupt it is, knowing that there is Satanism behind it, um, I feel like it is very big for Satan to imitate God. And so God is in, you know, God basically has complete control over everything and Satan wants to imitate that. And so I feel like that's one of the reasons that, you know, they want to control us so badly and they want to control like every aspect of our lives and blah, blah, blah. Um, So that's the first thing. Um, I think that the program is effective in, you know, as far as the tactics that they use and the technology, but I do not feel like um, they completely, you know, so again, back to Satan and God, I feel like God gives us free will and Satan will want to take that away, (laughs) you know. And so I feel like they don't have complete control of our free will, but I feel like definitely when you are unaware of what's happening, um, they're able to wreak all kinds of havoc because that, that definitely was taking place in my life before I knew what was happening. Now that I do know, you can at least question it. So you can question whether, it, you know, it's authentically you or whether it's, you know, um, mind control or some device, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking at this in the form of like, you know, let's just say that this were just a test. You know, I feel like none of us can pass this test, you know, with 100% um, because, like, because they are so crafty, you you don't always know that there's some scheme. You know, you really don't know. So definitely, you know, with their foot soldiers, with the folks that they send out, the street theater, the, the gang stalking, whatever else, I mean, you don't always know beforehand that, like, some scheme is awaiting. And so sometimes you don't figure out until after the fact, oh, that's what was going on. And, you know, that's what was happening when she said this or he did that, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I feel like it's it's virtually impossible for any of us to um, be on it 100% of the time. Uh, Let me see if I have something else. Was just saying that basically the same way that God uses people to bless us, you know, Satan uses people to curse us, Um, you know, to bless our lives and to curse our lives or whatever. And so um, (laughs) for me, one of the ways that I do feel like they kind of have control is that, like, I'm, like, in complete isolation. And at this point, I don't feel like there's a whole lot I can do about that because they sell all kinds of vicious lies on me, and they are outright lies. And I don't give a damn what anybody is being told. I don't give a damn what type of false evidence is being displayed to them. They are making this crap up. Anyone can check with me at any time. Like, you want to know what's real and what's true? 
I will let you know, period. I have no problems with that. But they're making up all kinds of vicious lies to me to the point now that I can't even seek out help, like, from a church when I need help. Like, really? Like, I'm I'm telling you, I'm homeless and I'm hungry. <laughs> and I do not have gas, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I need help. And so, and so for a church to straight up, I'm, I'm like, what the hell are they telling these people? You know, it's what I would like to know. But um, I am in complete isolation, and everybody that I come in contact with, everybody that I interact with on any level, they turn them against me. They they find ways to get these people to lie and scheme and play all kinds of games. And so with money and bribes and favors and whatever else, like like basically I have no support from any source other than God, basically. Um. And so that that is what I'm stuck with. And so um, I spend a lot of my time alone. Uh, I'm thankful that I'm even created in a way where, where that is possible, where I haven't lost it yet and, like, gone off the deep end. But um, and a lot of times I actually enjoy it. Like, I don't want to deal with people. If you're going to lie and play games and do whatever else, I'd rather not deal with you. I'd rather not be bothered with you. I'd rather just keep it our interactions to a limit. Um, and so that's what I'm faced with. And so, yeah, I do feel like <laughs> their tactics and their technology, it is effective, definitely the technology. And like they were talking about us not being able to, you know, we don't have a firewall or whatever for our brain. Yeah, you can do shielding and you can do various things. Um <laughs> But, I mean, I just feel like even that stuff is not 100% effective. Like, I feel like this really, really needs to be exposed, and it needs to be exposed to the public because the powers that be, they're already aware, like many of them are already aware. And I feel like the only way for us to get relief from this is for the public to be aware so that basically people can raise hell and, like, force them, force their hand or force them to do the right thing. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It's sad. I think that's all. I mean, I have a lot of notes, but I won't take up any more time. Thank you. Okay. And you're going to come back um, in a moment, aren't you? We're going to talk about the movie? Sure. Okay. All right. Put your phone. Sure. Thank you for your comments. Um, And there there are many, just to know that you're not alone with the isolation piece, that is really a big part of this program is to get the target in isolation. Um, I'll be doing a video on that soon because someone asked me actually months ago to do a video on um, on this particular lady being isolated in another country. So I'm going to be doing a video on that soon. Um, you said something that caught my attention. You said that we cannot pass the test. And I, I respectfully beg to differ. <laughs> And I want to give you a scripture. This is the only test that I feel we need to pass. And this comes from 2 Timothy um, chapter 4, verse 7 through 8. We don't need to pass these people's tests, okay? We need to pass the Lord's test. Um, it says, I have fought a good fight. This is 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. Um, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that loves his appearance, his appearing. Okay, so 
the test is you should ask yourself, are you fighting the good fight of faith? Are you keeping the faith? Now, I know that our faith wavers. My faith wavers, but I try to get back on course, okay? Are you going to finish your course successfully by fighting a good fight, doing the best you can? The Lord knows who we're dealing with. He knows we're dealing with all these people coming against us. He knows that you're dealing with the with the um, isolation. He knows that these people are, are using technology on us. So all he's saying is fight a good fight. Put up a good defense against this. Try. Keep the faith. Stay steadfast and unmovable. Stay on your ground. That's all he's saying. Try. And if you do that, you will finish the course. You will pass the Lord's test. And you will have a crown of righteousness waiting for you in heaven. That's the only test I'm trying to pass. I'm not worried about them and their tests. I'm trying to pass God's test. I'm trying to do my work here. That's part of the test as well. Are you doing your work? Are you trying to live your purpose? That's all we need to worry about, okay, is living righteous for the Lord through all of this. Star eight, if you'd like to speak. And this is going to be the last round. So you guys make it really, really quick, please, because we're we're going over a little bit. We need to uh, move on to our movie review. Okay. Hello. Hi, I just wanted to apologize. I was talking into a muted mic last time. No, 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 no. When you unmuted me, I, I was I hadn't walked away from the phone. It was in my pocket and I was talking and realized my pocket had muted my phone. But the only other thing I wanted to add that I think I've been a lifelong victim of this because I have memories that are now coming back that I verify with people. That But the thing I wanted to point out, in my case anyway, I don't know how common this is with the rest of the people, that the end result of most of the influencing that was done throughout most of my life was um, um, like self-inflicted injury of some sort or another, whether it was circumstantial or whatever. Um, You know, I just was... um, warning everybody about that. If you get an urge to do something, all of a sudden, think about it for a minute or two. (laughs) Use your logic. Don't just go on your urges or your impulses. They're not always right. It's true. Self-destructive. Self-destructive was the word I was looking for. I'm sorry. I tended to be self-destructive impulses. And time after time after time, I look back and go, oh, if I just would have waited, you know, but I was had an impulse to do something that was always wrong. So I don't know if everyone else has occurred, that's occurred to them, but thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. Sure. There was something, Lauren, I think it was Lauren had said as well that um, that she knows, uh, um, I think that was Lauren, said something about she knows uh, when her emotions, or maybe that was Ella. I'm sorry, you guys, if I can if I get get it mixed up. But someone said that they know when their emotions are synthetic and when they really are theirs. That's important. That's very important. My dearest Lynn, how are you? Hi, Renata. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Good. I'm so surprised that I was able to get in and I, I lost my I lost 
uh, my signal. It went out, and I was able to call back in. So for me, that's a victory. I, I panic when I'm unable to communicate. Like, all the vandalism to the computer is very disturbing to me, or, you know, when you can't... I had a place where I, they weren't letting me have phone calls or the Internet back in 2012, and it was devastating, you know, because people were trying to call me. I was trying to find a new place to live. And I finally had a friend come by. He was really mad at me because this is somebody I'd known for 30 years at that point. And I wasn't returning his calls. And he was really upset with me. But I wasn't getting any of his calls. And he just, he didn't understand, you know, he didn't believe me. And so, um, but he had come over without his phone. He was on his bicycle, whatever. So he he went and he got his phone. And his phone would not work in my apartment, you know, and I showed him on the tri-field meter, you know, how every, I, that place was completely radiated and it was coming down the center of the wall. To the topic, um, when all that was going on and I had the, in 2012, um, they, they do animal things and to my cat and so they smeared his blood in my apartment and on my door handle and all this stuff. And I had said, that's it, you know, I'm going to start a blog. (laughs) All these threats about coming forward and everything, you know. And so I did start a blog. And that's when everything happened. And I got scared. I saw a hologram. I had, as soon as I'd start falling asleep, um, I had that dream insertion and the mind control stuff right before you wake up as well. Very, very strange. All kinds in my apartment. All this stuff was going on. And that stuff, the dream insertion, these these dreams, I've always, I've never even watched violent movies or anything. I grew up in a violent home. And I don't like violence of any kind. But so these dreams were not my own. And I knew that from the, and, and it was like your participation. It's like a virtual reality there's a movie called, I think it's called uh, Inception or something like that. And they, that's the mm-hmm. kind of thing. You're like a participation and a dream kind of thing. You can either participate, you can choose if you how you want to be part of this thing. And it uh, scared me. And I went right to, I had already gone, you know, um, to God. But I had, I, I, my, my past you know, I lost some of the fire since 2010, and it, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, you know, studying my Bible, and so I just committed myself right then and there, and I prayed for His protection, and immediately, boom. You know, I, if I was waking up, if any of that stuff was going on, as soon as I prayed to the Father, it went away. It has incredible power. And and now I really, my faith has been so strengthened that I've survived through, you know, the things that I have. I've heard other people's stories here. I relate to the lady before me with the isolation because of the vandalism um, and the the harm to my animal. And um, so I I have a problem with faith sometimes. And, you know, there's nothing I can do, but there is something I can do. And... Um, for one, I could reach out. I'm afraid of community. I came and I was I was betrayed hardcore and then really, really targeted heavily. Um, so it's a big deal. And I I want to apologize to anybody that I offended uh, over the years. <clears throat> um, and so um, 
I'm very grateful to have survived, and I so think it's about fighting the good fight. And we are to expose the darkness. We are to shine a light. And so the one thing that we have control over is our response to all of these things, and that's where our face, that's where it all is. I I can understand um, the the woman who came, I spoke before me, I can understand her going there, and that's I go there sometimes. But that's when I've lost the purpose of the whole fight to begin with. And it happens. You know, it happens. This this will shake our face. And so, uh, and, and yet it's the reason I, I have faith, and I have a very, very strong faith, you know, but I'm learning how to walk in it. And so I, w- I just want to thank you, Renata, from the bottom of my heart, because I've always related to you, and um, I've just I've seen you grow, but you've always <laughs> you've always been an, an exposer, and a, heck no, you know, no, I'm not. And and then your activism within your community and um, for we targets just every single week. Um, and I just thank you so much, and and for everybody for you know, it's very hard for me to talk, and I'm learning to do that. So thank you, and um, God bless everyone, and 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 keep the faith. Let's try to remember, you know, you know what is this about? What is this life about anyway? Some of us have had successful professions. Some of us have, you know, been um, very. Um, happy with wherever we were in life, whatever that was, and then that was taken from us, or some of us realized we were controlled from the beginning. So what, you know, what is the point, you know? And I would, I would say that um, that we're 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 in a fight against a, a, a dark, satanic enemy, and we have this flesh that is drawn to that, and, and we can't, but our spirit. You know, we, we, we can have the Spirit of God in us. I, I've changed hugely. I continue. I fall too. But this has changed me for much the better. And I'm grateful, you know, for that. And so I, I do pray for the targets. And um, sorry for being emotional. I'm somebody who yeah. I had no, no emotions for years. I just... I intellectualized, and that's what I thought an emotion was. So for me, sometimes I I do this, and so I uh, I thank you for for uh, being a place where I feel safe to go ahead and do that. So thank you, everybody, and and bless you, bless your week, and thank you, Renata, bless you. Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank I'm you. so grateful to God. Thank you, Lynn. Put you on hold. I'm so grateful to God that Lynn is finding her voice. She's finding her voice. And um, that's a blessing. So thank you so much, Lynn. Okay. Let's go to James. James has not spoken. Hello. James. James or Donna? Is it one of you guys? Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Um, I was just thinking about fate and what is fate. And 
it's like I gotta shut the door. The other phone is reverberating. Um for Christians of course it's faith in Christ. And I, I think about that, you know, all the time. It's like well faith to me is like can I bless somebody with a smile? Can I bless somebody by understanding, coming under and standing for them? Can I say something to make the moment lighter? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I think we try to take on this great big, huge, like the lady said just now, intellectual picture. But the truth is we only have this moment and the next moment and the moment after until we have no moments. Mm-hmm. And to be in each of those moments with the blessing as much as we can be with the blessing. I think this program takes us too much into ourselves to a really dreary black place if we let it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where the pit of hell wants us to exist, in that deep, dark place, feeling unabled and unabling. And I think if we break it down and take the moment by moment and the blessing rather than putting out the cursing, uh, I think that just very simply will help to get us through little by little by little by little. And I know it's really, really hard, but I think that in our thinking about everything and our learning about everything, it, it's just too enormous. It's just too enormous. Like I think somebody said that this was going to be over in June. I almost fell on the floor and started cracking up. Um, and it's somebody very, very intelligent, too. But anyway, it just shows naivety. But that would be a nice thing if it could be over in June. But it's not. So anyway, that's just what I wanted to say for today. And I I don't know. It, it can be very humbling or it can just feel our rage and anger. And I think uh, we go through different stages, and maybe one of the stages is to feel empowered by our rage and anger and uh, actually even get addicted to it because of the endorphins that it releases. But it also releases cortisol, which is very damaging to our systems, and that will take you to the dark place. Um, I'm trying to get back into the Word every day. I had a really good uh, time with the Lord a couple days ago. And it's amazing how different my day was. I want to thank everybody on the call for your faith and and your understanding and your uplifting and even your low points. It's really helped to make things better for me giving perspective. Um, I just pray blessings on all of us. 
Thanks. Thank you very much, Donna. Say hi to James for us. I'll put you on hold. Let's see. Trying to get to the people who have not spoken first. I'm not sure if I'm connected. Hello? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go out and come back in. Give me one moment, you guys. I'm trying to get reconnected to the Internet. See, I just did that number thing. I just looked at the clock and it's 222. <laughs> that used to happen all the time. Okay, let me see if I can get it to work now. Let's see here. Oh, I'm trying to get you guys unmuted and I can't. I'm sorry. And I didn't bring my Kindle out here. And let's see. Let me try see if I can get on through my cell phone. It's not budging. Let's see. Okay. Hello. Hi, Renata. I, I did want to mention uh, when you guys were talking about mind control, recently in my reading, I was reading how about the Monarch program. There were a couple of reasons why it was named Monarch Mind Control, because for one, they, they felt they were trans- metamorphosizing a person to a new creation. But the mm-hmm. other reason was because when you're, un- from what this article said, is a person who's under Monarch programming at 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 the moment of doing an action that's not their own action, there's a lightheadedness. You feel like you're floating or fluttering. And Renata, last week I had decided that I was not going to go on this taste test, make $40. I felt like it, it wasn't worth it to, to take the chance to go and do this taste test 
for the study. And I made that decision. Now, that morning, I'm going about my business, and about an hour and a half before the study was supposed to start, I get up, I take a shower, I dress, and I had that uh, light-headed... Hello? Yes, go and, ahead. Okay, and I had that light-headed feeling, felt like I was floating, and even while I was getting dressed, I, I was kind of trying to stop myself because I had said I wasn't going to do it. I didn't think it was worth the chance. But I did, and I did have a lightheaded feeling. Anyway, long story short, I am right now doing a detox because of some, whatever I drink. One of those beverages wasn't right. So I just wanted to share. I just wanted to share that that um, I can say that I did feel a lightheaded, like a, almost a subconsciousness or a unconsciousness. But I was moving and I was doing it. But I had made the decision not to go. But in one hour, I was showered, dressed, and out the door. And I paid for it. So I just wanted to share that. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. It's important to follow your mind. Okay. Hello? Hello. Yeah, Hello. Bernardo. Uh, Bernardo. Yeah, I was just uh, listening out. You actually touched on the subject. I was saying um, not everyone is training Kung Fu, so not, not everyone knows the potential of the mind. Not everyone does yoga. You guys, sound, a lot of you guys sound defeated, like you're doubting the, your, your possibility and your potential to defeat this thing. Like you have no belief because you have no mental training and you refuse to embrace the fact that Mental training can help you resist through affirmations and whatnot. Because okay, I am Kung Fu and I always be, will be Kung Fu. I've been doing it for 40 years plus, right? And the I, all I can tell you is that when people embrace uh, their belief or they can see potential to be better, um, it increases their their uh, their. I, I don't know what to tell you, people. I'm kind of it's it weighs on me a little bit to hear you guys talking because it sounds very negative. Okay, but okay when you when you look at um, when you look at uh, kung fu, I don't know if you you are always looking at YouTube and this um, and this uh, you know the TIs that the um, the videos that they put out, but you have to expand. Look at martial arts. Look at uh, look at people that they practice strength of will. They practice strength of mind. Okay. They will look at three boards and say, "I'm going to break it," and they break it. Okay. Like a normal person may not have that training, and they look at the board and say, "I'm going to break my hand," and then they will hit it with enough force that it doesn't separate the molecules. Then it's a self, uh, you know, self-doing prophecy where. They set themselves up for defeat, okay? You have to realize that people are stronger than they, they uh, think they are, okay? Renata said it. She said everything that I was going to say is absolutely amazing. There is 90% of the brain that's unused, 90%. If you lived in 10% of your house, how much of the house would you be living in? We, we use 10% of our minds. We don't know what we're capable of. We don't know the strength of our well, we don't know the strength of our mind because they don't even know where to begin. They don't even know where to explore. We are 
fantastic creatures. We are capable of uh, so much more than what we are and how we live. Okay? Um, humans are strong. A lot of people refuse to believe this. Okay? I'm listening to a lot of the people. They, they sound like they're on their last legs. They sound like they've given up. Okay, and then some people are um, talking about there is no there is no resistance from mind control. Yeah, there is. I mean, that's that's piss poor uh, commentary, right? If you believe that you can fight it, you will be able to fight it. If you believe you cannot fight it, you will not be able to fight it. It's as simple as that. It's nothing. There's nothing magical, and there's nothing cosmic. It's just strength of will. Okay, if you if you if you want to do it, you will do it. If you don't want to do it, you can't do it, right? You have to embrace your strength. You have to embrace your mental potential, okay, or you're not going to make it. You have to be able to talk positively to yourself. There's a lot of negative self-talk I'm listening. You know, can't do this, or they won't allow me to do this. What the hell are they? You have to cooperate with these people. Then that's called defeat. If you resist, that's called strength, right? doesn't matter as long as you're making forward strides. Okay, I didn't start off in this position knowing all this stuff. It's just a matter of I listen to you guys. I listen to Renata. I've always tuned into the to, to the phone calls. I listen to my senseis and whatnot, right? They tell you about the mind. They tell you about what the body is capable of. You know, before I joined martial arts, you couldn't tell me that I could break a brick. I broke a brick. Why? Because someone spoke to me and let me understand that I'm strong enough to break a brick. I'm strong enough to break four inches of board. Now, people can talk and say, there's no defense against this. There's absolutely defense. It's called the mind. It's called belief. It's called faith. Without those things, you're not going to make it. You listen to people that spew negative garbage, you're going to start to absorb that negative garbage, and you will become that, okay? You have to keep yourself flowing with positive energy. You have to keep people away from you that spew negative energy, right? Surround yourself with positiveness, yoga, good music, good food, good times. Stop embracing defeat. Okay, I speak for myself. I'm not going to let them control my life. And it's not a matter of uh, it's not possible. He can't do it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm absolutely doing it. Okay, I don't have time to get into what they do to me or what they try to do to me, right? To them, it's all about my karaoke. They want to stop me at any way that they can. They squeeze my throat. I don't even know they control my vocal cords sometimes. They try to, right, that I sound all weird when I'm singing. They're trying to discourage me and break my confidence. They're not going to let them do it. They're not going to do it, right? So, people, it's all your choice. I'm hearing a lot of defeatist conversation about they're so mighty. They can, you know, they, they, they can do this. They can control you. If you allow them to, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, that's all i got to say, people. Just stand up, fight. I don't know. Keep on moving forward. Don't give up. All right. Very good advice. Thank you so much, Jerome. All right. These are our last two. Okay, last three. Someone else just chimed in. Okay, and that's it. One, two, three. That's it. Um, Northeast California, Northwest California, and Florida. And that'll be it. We're moving on. 
Hello. Make it um, brief, you guys, please. Hello. Yeah, I was just, I just wanted to say um, that uh, when you were talking about the sleep paralysis, uh-huh. that I remember I, I, they played that game with me at the very end of my, you know, after me, you know, me wearing the magnets, they played it at the very end a lot. And then so but I got used to it and I started programming myself and I said, it's not real. And then every since I do that, like every time they mess with me, I say, it ain't real. It ain't real. And they go away. Mm-hmm. They go away. Yeah, I just refuse. I said, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going to that place. And it's I did wonder- it's one of those things where, you know how, like, if a doctor say you're going to die in three days, and if you believe that you're going to die in three days, then you're going to die in three days because they said that and they put that in your head, kind of like what Jerome was saying, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it, that's how this whole program is. Like the fake, heart, the fake heart attacks, those things are fake. They feel real, but they're fake. None of it is real. All of that stuff is not real unless unless you actually really have a heart attack. Mhm. Yeah, we have some very strong minds. Um, we just don't use them because we have not been trained to use them. Yeah, and then like the other day, two of my magnets got stuck together, and it was stuck for like uh, two weeks. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna, right now, I'm finna, I'm finna tear it apart. And just because I thought that. And I was determined, and I said, today it's coming apart. And I got it apart. Very good. Get, yeah, I was able to start from the big magnets. I was able to start. So he's right, you know, the mind over matter. Like, if you put your mind to it, you know, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah, there's power in positive thinking, too. Like you were saying that you decided that you were going to get those magnets apart, and you did. That's all I want to say. Thank you, Lala. Okay. All right, last two, last two. Charles, if you're still here, um, start eight, Charles, please. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Who's speaking? This is Don Friedman. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm good. I have a case update. Okay. I sent you an email. This is from the original case filed 10 years ago, actually 11 now, and it's still active. Okay. You want to share? Go ahead. Absolutely. I'm the one that sued the United States Secret Service for records related to their illegal activity and caught them lying about the fact that they were involved. Mm. The bioeffects is the uh, bioeffects of non-lethal weapons uh, records that were declassified were declassified because of me. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Anyway, um, it turns out that all of the progress in the case was kind of, um, well, it was nullified to some extent because the judge in the original case was found to be a child molester. Oh. And he retired from the bench 
because one of his witnesses, who was 16 years old, he used his influence to have sex with her. Hmm. So the judge, there's a new judge in the case, and um, I asked that all of the previous rulings be reviewed for appropriateness, and so it's been two years, and I haven't gotten a response yet, but that's actually pretty good news. It means they're taking it seriously, and they're not just whitewashing it. Okay. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you guys know. Um, I know you don't, well, many of you probably don't believe that the Secret Service has anything to do with this. I do. But I believe they do. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is back in the 50s, mind control was a hot topic. And the CIA did the whole MK Ultra program and, you know, the whole MK everything. Mm-hmm. And um, Congress shut them down. But the problem was is that the Secret Service had a memorandum of understanding with the Department of Defense and could request at any time defense records that pertain to anything that might be used against them. Well, presidential security is really important, but there's a lot of people that have used that as an excuse for treading on everyone's rights. Mm-hmm. And so what ended up happening is the Secret Service got copies of all the records. CIA destroyed them under uh, Paul Gottlieb, I think, was the the uh, the scientist in charge of the mind control experimentation. And Congress didn't even know that the records had been turned over. Oh. So they didn't know that there was all that information out there. And so now they're trying to keep the golden goose for themselves. And in the process, back in 1996, during a two-month direct contact using the microwave auditory effect, they told me about a lot of stuff that was going to happen because if you look in the DSM, um, it's the the diagnostic thing that they use for mental illness. People sometimes claim that they were told about things before they happened. Anyway, it's it's a recipe that they have for discrediting people. So they told me about the 9-11 attack exact date, flight numbers, um, places of, you know, where the planes left from, uh, the Pennsylvania field, um, that it was going to be reported that the flight was taken over by the passengers and that it crashed, um, Mm -hmm. that the Pentagon was a target that the Twin Towers were targets, and then some of the events that happened afterwards, including uh, the Washington Sniper, which was, I mean, 
the whole thing basically was created, well, I, this is my assumption, not something that's hard fact, but it all stems from George H.W. Bush and his CIA activity, which is well documented in other countries. He was pissed because the U.S. public said, we don't want you. And he didn't win a second term because he was shysty. Mm-hmm. So he had the resources, he had the money, and his family, they don't want the legacy. So he was like, okay, this is my last hurrah because I'm going to die and nobody wants the rain. That's that's my assumption based on what I know about him, his personality, and his connections. It's, again... It's consistent with the information that I received in 96 because the only people that could have known that information that was provided to me, including the murder of a a United States senator, uh, it was in in Wisconsin or Michigan. His plane crashed and... He, his wife, and his chief of staff and a bunch of other people um, were killed. And they told me about that years before it happened. So they had information that they had to have gotten probably illegally, and it was to manipulate some sort of larger agenda, like the uh, Washington sniper, They wanted Mm -hmm. to scare the crap out of Congress. And so once that happened, a lot of stuff was passed that would never have made it through Congress. Keep in mind also that at the time, their budget was $600 million for everything. The second 9-11 happened, their budget jumped to $2.6 billion. Hmm. They added all kinds of additional resources, equipment. And I don't know if people really realize that that memorandum of understanding that exists is even codified in 18, well, it's USC 18, section 3056 in the footnotes that the Secret Service can basically commandeer men and equipment from the DOD without compensation. So their budget is actually augmented by the Department of Defense. And that's a huge, huge bonus. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the lawsuit is still active. Um, I am pursuing it. They, uh, they've tried multiple times to kill me, and, um, you know, it's their business as usual, basically. And I just thought you guys would like to know. Thank you very much for the information. I wish you well with your lawsuit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's going to help everyone, and 
just so you guys know, um, when, well, if the court finds in my favor, because I have compelling evidence that the Secret Service provided a perjured sworn declaration denying their involvement, I found somebody that basically came forward and said, uh, yeah, no, they do this. And he provided that in a recorded statement that I've provided the um, the transcript to the court. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, I don't know. It, it depends. Because federal uh, judicial process is kind of, I don't know, it's convoluted. But um, if I even get a ruling that hints at the fact that they were lying, that opens up all of this. And what I've included as part of the lawsuit is to provide records of all activities, like worldwide, that they've been part of. And I'm going to need signed releases from the other victims. It's going to include, you know, it's uh, Privacy Act stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's against federal law to provide certain information to a requester in order to preserve privacy. It's part of the Freedom of Information Act and the Privacy Act. It's it's meant to keep people from obtaining too much personal information about someone. Right. I already beat them as far as their legitimacy for any of their activities because their activities are illegal. So there's no shield for them. But the Privacy Act doesn't care. Even if their activities are illegal, the personal information of the individuals is protected. They can't, they can't hide the records, but they can redact the hell out of them. And, and make the, them redact them so, so bad. I've seen redacted, because I work in legal, I've seen documents that are redacted to the hilt to where you get zero information. It, you basically get a header and a whole lot of black lines. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. But, but, but that can be challenged as well, of course. Well, sometimes. it can be, but the Privacy Act is really, it, it provides a sacrosanct protection in most cases. So what I'm going to do is um, I sent you an email about five minutes ago with my okay. direct phone number. Okay. Don Friedman at yahoo.com. Anyway. Uh, I, 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 I will would, check my email after this call. Thank you for sending Okay. That. And I would like your help in creating a signed waiver so that if someone waives their their privacy act protections, I will get the records and forward them directly. Mm-hmm. And that way the government does not have 
a leg to stand on for withholding it based on privacy concerns. And it will save the victims a lot of time and bullshit because if I have a waiver in hand and provide it to the court, then the records have to be released regardless of, I mean, if I beat all of the other the other blocks, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't give me permission to get information willy nilly. It will only be in relation to the activities that they've been subjected to without their consent. Mm-hmm. And I would like your help doing that. I think I know who this is, and I think you're. Mm, quite capable of drafting something that would be beneficial to the victims so that we can sidestep having to repeat the 11 years that I've been fighting this. Mm -hmm. I mean, the disclosure of my situation is one thing, and the expansive... um, well, the redactions are, they just cost money and they don't do any good. But if we can get around the redactions through cooperation, then, you know, it, it makes sense to do it. Well, I will look at your email. I can't commit to something that I haven't really, you know, looked at yet. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. I'll, I'll be in touch. Okay. Yeah, and I can give you the case information. It's available on PACER. Okay. Okay, Um, so I I have your email address because you sent me something, so we'll be in touch, okay? All right. For all the other victims, the case name is Friedman v. U.S. Secret Service, and the case number is 062125. It's a civil case out of Washington, D.C., Okay, thank you. Thank you for all you're doing for the community. All right. Thank you as well. Um, There's a lot that's going badly, but it's better that we're working together. Yes, yes, yes. There's power in numbers. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. There's a few other people, and then we're going to end. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. All right. You guys have a great day, and please, stay strong. Thank you very much. You as well. Okay, so I wanted um, Brother Kimbrick and um, Charles. Charles had a, a, a comment for Brother Kimbrick. But before we do that, I just want to check in. Those would be our last two. I just want to check in with Hart, who just joined the call. Hello. Are you there, Hart? I'm not sure if she's I here. am here. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. Good. Did it's you hear the question of the day today? I don't. I don't even have to hear the question of the day. What I hear is the answers, and then I know what the question of the day is. What was the question? What do you think the question was? The I think the question was. Um, 
how much something along the lines of how much of technology is doing this versus our spiritual will to resist it. Okay, so close. Okay, so the question was, um, I had made the comment that between the technology, the boots on the ground, the, all the tactics that are being used on the average target, that uh, it equates to mind control. And the question was, is the mind control effective? Has it been effective in your life? But then someone did not like that question because they said that that would be feeding right into the perp's hands by answering it. So I rephrased the question to say, it, um, can the technology be effective on John Doe, on any person? Um, can the tactics, not just the technology, but just the tactics deployed on the target, can it be effective in mind controlling and uh, modifying one's behavior? So that's what the question was. And you can answer it if you like. First of all, I want to address um, the fact that anything we do is going to feed into the purpose's hand. Anything we do is going to feed into the controller and into the hands of the orchestrator of this entire satanic, horrific situation that they're introducing to usher in the New World Order. And you know what? And, 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 and you know what? They they do take notes. They do take notes. They know if it's effective on you or not. Because oh, they take notes. Oh, the TI. I'm sorry I'm in the mood today. I'm sick and tired of the TI that won't do enough research, enough background checking of, of this whole significant process to understand. How can you miss that? First of all, if you come across, okay, Musa, Musa. <laughs> Go ahead. First of all, we are not to be debating one another. Guys that debate one another, because if you do your research, you're going to understand enough to even know when to shut up. You don't know when not to say certain things because you understand how the perps do this. So, to an extent. So, I'm saying that what what we have to do is do the research to understand. They are, let me ask you this. If they have compromised your phone, your computer, and they're in every Space that you're in technologically, how are you not going to play into their hands in the sense of responses and technology? You have got the answer, Renata, the spiritual answer. The spiritual answer is our hope, our strength, and our key. We can have a certain amount of consciousness. I have been a different person. Since I understood that the company I worked for considered me a lab rat. Yeah, they gave me six figures a year. Why? Because they knew they were going to put me in a program eventually. So we have a responsibility 
to research and raise our consciousness. And yes, it's mind control is real because mind control is only an ultimate result of technology, of experimentation, of processes, of different um, protocols that have already been implemented to test out how it works on the uh, bio, the bio, uh, 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 biology of human beings, how it works on the mindset of the brain, how it works on the fact that the brain has no firewall. The brain can be downloaded like a computer. I wonder if the average CI understands that they can download your brain. If you realize they can download your brain, you will never question how far and sophisticated this technology is. And I do think it's a composite of mind-altering, mind-behavioral uh, orientation where they're manipulating people, but I also think that there are times when you have no control because the technology is in force. Your sleep paralysis is is technology, Renata. That's technology. I believe so, but, yes. And what you have done, you've answered the whole question because what you've proven is that the Lord Jesus Christ, oh, hallelujah, is above all of it. So he's saying, even though Satan takes over this world, when he and his minions, and they come in marching, trying to dominate everything, because of your belief, because of your faith, because of you knowing what you know and who I am, you can combat it. Oh, hallelujah, the devil is a lie. We have a certain amount of consciousness and, and, and will. That's what they're after is our will. I'm so righteously and dignified today at the audacity to, of them to think that they can rise above and fight against our Lord Jesus Christ, our Father God, who is the great I am, who always was, who always is, who always will be. is unexplainable because he is the ultimate power. He is everything. So they cannot psych me, break me into thinking that even with their technology, because you know what, when I'm going down, I'm going to be like Paul. I'm going to say, you know what, in Jesus Christ, not my will, Lord God, but your will be done. Because I know in the, in the eternal perspective of things, God will win. That's what this whole battle is about. This battle of Armageddon where Satan thinks he's going to make his final call and march in and fight against Jesus Christ. He has been a fraud since day one. When he fell from heaven, when he took a third of the angels with him, he was fallen. I read the end of the book. He loses. All he has is deception. Mind control tricks and games. He's a trickster. So, okay. I'm so up in arms because the vehicular harassment for me has been so over the top that it calmed me and took me into another place to understand. We have to continually 
uh, have our battle clothes on, our spiritual armor on, and understand that we are in the trenches. And we have to, um, the consciousness and awakened spirit is that we have to continually as soldiers fight the good fight, and we have to alter our behaviors, our mindset. We have to raise our consciousness in the power of Jesus Christ every time that we, these are opportunities avail themselves to push us into doing that. And we have to do that. Let me tell you, while this whole YouTube thing has been out where the TIs are coming out and so much of the real information, not the disinformation, not people like Sister Tammy, Sister Tammy, which you're not <laughs> okay? Miss Tammy. Miss Tammy, Miss Tammy, Tammy. not (laughs) disinformation experts like her, but I'm talking the real information out there like Dr. Catherine Horton and the whistleblowers who have worked for NSA and who have been in these governmental entities who understand their operations. I personally have been at Lockheed Martin. They just outed Lockheed Martin. These Okay, 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 back up. That's what I was just about to bring up. Would you like to share with people what you discovered? Because I think that was deep. But, see, you have to go back to the point that you used to work for them, you and your husband, and then just share that quickly if you can. Okay, and I'll be quick. If you want to. If you want to. You don't have to. I have known from day one something was amiss in my husband's death. I knew that we had been placed in a program. What was never clear is I didn't understand if Lockheed did it or if the um, if someone in real estate did it because my husband was on the planning and zoning commission in our little city, and he took down a major real estate deal where they were trying to bring in some low-income housing along a landmark um, trail. Uh, I didn't know if that was it. Well, I didn't know if um, if if it was a situation where um, if she had done something else. I didn't know. Um, okay, but let me, let me hold, hold on one second, please. Um, Hart and just for those who don't know, Hart and her deceased husband both worked for both were engineers, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hart, um, for Lockheed Martin. And so that's where Lockheed Martin comes into this story. Okay, go ahead, please. Sorry. Right. Anyway, my husband, um, I didn't understand what had happened with him, but because of the spiritual aspect and we were Christians and we were so in love, I knew from day one his death was not an accident. When you love somebody that hard, you know. So I knew. I didn't Oh, And the other part is I didn't know if it was the solicitor's office or the prosecutor, if you will, who was harassing me to keep me quiet about sweeping his death under the rug, because they did. The criminal who, get, who killed him, which I now know was a perp, was hired to run over him. And the prosecutor's office, I've now learned, was um, ordered to stand down. You don't investigate this, you don't do nothing, and the criminal does not go to jail. So, that was Lockheed Martin. You need to understand, T.I. family, there are those of us who sat in environments where a lot of this technology was being developed. That's why I am so interested in the fact that they're using it. Because unlike everybody else, 
all the guys who are coming out now, the different doctors and and and, and scientists and and um, people that's got bioethics and bio technology in mind. I'm like them. I'm understanding now. I'm familiar with this, but I thought it was going to be used for good. So I didn't understand that this whole, some of these secret programs that I was deployed to was ultimately to, um, they were going to have to use somebody as test subjects to see how this silent, I mean, this silent weaponry, unplayable weaponry, stealth. My husband worked on the F-22. I worked um, on the C-130, which was a transport, but all of this is integrated into world dominance in terms of technology and military power. And I didn't understand. And Dr. Catherine Horton, my hero, um, uh, Karen, um, whatever her name is, that is ex-NSA, uh, another lady named uh, Ramona, these, she's a, a journalist, writer type. These are smart women who have gone behind the scenes and taken the same stances we're not asked since finding out they were TIs and said, okay, I'm going to do what I can do to expose this. And these women have gone behind the scenes. One of them went into her pocket and personally paid to have it investigated of Lockheed Martin's Part. Do you know the investigator from a clandestine uh, uh, point of view was able to uncover and expose the fact that Lockheed has these stalking networks in 47 states in the United States? So, as a corporation and as a player in the Department of Defense, they are a major player in the stalking and in the organized crime and harassment and experimentation on non-consensual innocent citizens. They are a major player. So, so, they, yeah, so what she's saying is that the company she used to work for, she just found out that they officially have a stalking network through their organization. That's it. And, and everything that happened to me on my job is right in line with the stalking. They surveilled me for years. They did. They they put me and my husband. I don't know if it was simultaneously or at different points, but they put us both in the program. And at a point, they decided to kill my husband to make me an easier test subject. They they inflicted all kinds of weaponry. I had unexplained pain and different things that was happening to me, I realized now that there was anything with directed energy at work. And then I went in the hospital and they chipped me up to make me a human antenna, antenna so they could follow me in and everywhere I went to continue to use me. They invested millions. They invested millions. And they showed me they're capable of taking one of the TIs out if they have to. Uh, Miss Tammy who thinks that they don't, the government doesn't do that. So uh, I just Lockheed is a major player, and we're going to find out that so many other corporations could this down to the banks, the corporations, the money, 
They control everything. The food supply, they control the military, they control central intelligence, they control everything. And so all we have is our faith. And we have to hold on to it. So I'm going to let go of that. But I'm just telling you, T.I. family, you have to, we're at a point now while they still are allowing us to use the Internet. You've got to stay on that Internet, researching, drilling down, delving into, and then, you know, eating the watermelon and spitting out the seeds. There's a lot of disinformation. But if you listen to enough stuff and research enough stuff, you don't know when it's the truth and when it's a lie, especially when you call on the Lord Jesus Christ to give you knowledge and wisdom and enlightenment and help you see what's a lie and what's true. The truth mm-hmm. is going to stand, and we're going we to end up victors in this. We're not victims. We're going to end up victors. So thank you, Renata. I'm in total mood today. I know you can tell. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you very much. You're always very insightful, so thank you. Okay, you guys, stick around a few more minutes. We're going to let um, these two people talk, Charles and Brother Cambrick, and then we're going to move on to our movie review, which will be very, very quick, okay, because I need to go in a few minutes. Okay. Hello? I just want to encourage everybody. The Bible tells us that let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, we already know that this is a satanic program. Those who don't, you've been notified today. It is. There's no way that a regular human that was created by God, I don't care what type of sin issues you've ever been through in your entire life, there is no way a regular human that was made by the will of God can carry out these heinous acts without being demon-possessed or a sociopath or a psychopath. And the Bible only gives descriptions of sociopaths and psychopaths as the fallen angel offspring. The Bible said, as we near the, the return of our Savior, the real creator of this world, back into human form, because he cares so much about us, that the enemy, the, the unclean one, stole us from him for a season. When he returns, before he returned, he said that, as it was in the day of Noah, it shall be again. And according to the scripture, in the time of Noah, the fallen Nephilims had already began to make children unto themselves with a human offspring of females of the earth realm. And their children were considered to be the most intelligent individuals on planet earth. That's why people have that, that feral mentality. It goes back to that, that era of time where people actually thought these these things were uh, gods. Now, the topic today was can we override this technology outside of the microwave, the microwave radiation and the different electromagnetic stimuli that they use using the magnetic fields around our home, or, uh, unless they build one up inside your home and then begin to use it against you as a weapon like they oftentimes try here with me because they lie about my sexual preferences. Now they have to clean up their, their uh, stories by manipulating facts, like one one young lady stated. Uh, they generate or manufacture false material, and what they don't create that is false material, they over-exaggerate it so it looks like you are not who you say you are. Um, the Bible tells us that to cast down every thought and vain imagination that exalts itself against the will of God. That's not something you learn overnight. 
because you first have to realize what sin issues that you may be possibly exposing yourself to or in the future be exposed to that you might not always do the will of God on and begin to cast down those imaginations when they come. When you're dealing with electronic uh, stimuli, technology that can remotely create a desire in you that might be ungodly or immoral or not yourself, you have to learn when that urge, and you're not going to be able to resist all urges immediately. The same way you're never going to be able to resist all sin that you may find yourself in on a natural plane immediately. You learn to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of your testimony being that God is true and real in your life. So, Renata, you're doing an awesome job. There's many spectrums to this technology that all of us are not being exposed to, but it is real. It's almost like the demonic entity in electronic form. That's all it is. When Christ asked the man, how long had this child been affected like this? He said, for, how long had this man been affected like this? He said, from a child, Lord. From a child, a demon had control of his will to the point where he seemed supernatural. So now we're living in a generation where demons have given the knowledge to humans to seem like they're supernatural, and they're not. You can block this stuff, but what they do is they move so many things in your neighborhood that it seems impossible to block. As far as it being uh, associated to your brain, your brain gives off its natural, its own electromagnetic field. If you know how to cover your head well enough, it'll block some of the effects of this technology depending upon how far away these people are. You have to keep that in mind. Depending upon how far away these people are using these illegal weapons because they were not created for civilian use. According to all the history that I've learned, they was used for military tactics. I'm not at war with my country. I've never been at war with my community. So should nobody be using the active denial systems on me or my family members? creating an atmosphere of attempted murder each time they, they utilize or press the button. So everybody, please stay encouraged. And we need to begin to really reach out to each other in our own city and state because you're not going to be strengthened in your faith if you have no one else that might be going through something similar to you because this type of, this type of assault on your, your, your social life and your, 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 physical, your physical conscience it, it, it is overwhelming at times. It will cause you to believe God is not real because you see no evidence of him working in your favor. The, ev the evidence is out there, but we're so scattered abroad, we don't know how to reach out to one another in our own state and come together and be strong. And that's, that's the problem that the early church, the original early church, without the electronic portion of what we're going through, had as well. Christ said, my, my, my children, my sheep, they're scattered abroad. They have no shepherd. They didn't have an actual leader to unify them and say, this is what we're going to do under the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. I thank God for you, Sister Renata. Amen. Thank you, Brother Cameron. It's always so encouraging. You always bring the word of God to back up everything you're saying. So thank God. I really thank God for you. Um, Charles, are you there? Is Charles still there? Charles? I think he wanted to ask you something about something you said, Brother Kimber. Charles, are you there? Hello? About V2K? Yeah, you hear me, Renata? Yes, now we can hear you. 
Um, brother, oh, okay. Kimberick, is, your brother Kimberick is on the line. I think you had a comment about something he said earlier. Yeah, he was um he was um made a comment about um um some of the aspects of what what he was referring to as um mind manipulation and um and of you know of that category and that um some people pick up um other people's impressions or their lifestyles or their the history and knowledge of what they live or what they experience okay as they own. He said that's done through um, the technology. Is okay, can you hear me? Not, yeah. All right. I'm about to break this down because I have a I have a background in electrical wiring and commercial and AC. So I understand a spectrum of this type of technology better than most. Uh, picture two walkie-talkies sitting side by side one another. You turn both of them on, but neither one of them are on the same station. And you understand that concept so far? Yeah. Okay. Uh, now you introduce into the room, not not the, the, the walkie-talkies themselves, just the room, static energy. It doesn't matter what signal they're broadcasting on. The cross-radiation from the static is going to merge the two channels together, and then you're going to hear white noise until you cut one of them off. You understand that 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 analogy that I just used? I think so. Okay. Now what they've done is they've weaponized our Earth air, and people are not aware of that. They've taken the Tesla research technology and they've taken it a step further. They've actually energized everywhere the world's air. Your 2G went to 3G. It went to 3G to 4G. And now they're trying to take it to 5G. How is that possible? They're not shooting those signals across the airwaves. That's the merging of the atmosphere through the ambient air. The the air is becoming static field to the point in which it is emerging and submersing with everything. So my brain waves are not your brain waves. But what happens is if you and I enter, if we're introduced into a static field atmosphere, the brain wave signals that your brain give off, I can detect as if I'm reading your mind. And I'm not reading your mind, it's just that there's so much energy in the air, our brain waves can't help but communicate to one another without speech without speech. Did I make myself clear? Yeah, but okay. I understand what you lay what you just laid out. All right. But hasn't something happened like that um, centuries before? In other words, you're saying that this is happening through technology. Can this happen on uh, extra, uh, extra, um, uh, extra um, okay, spiritual plane? Um, I'm trying. I, I'm trying. I, it's usually hard for me to um, pronounce the word. Well, on the spiritual level, you know what I'm saying. Okay, this technology is trying to mirror spiritual abilities. Okay. The gift of the spirit. The gift of the spirit, one of the, the strongest two gifts of the spirit is the word of knowledge and the word of prophecy. When you study those gifts, it sounds like a person is psychic. Or they have the ability to read your mind um, or recall things at, at whim that only you know. 
uh, this technology gives wicked people that false presentation as if they have that ability and they don't. Right. They're stealing your brain waves and it's being translated on a system where they gather that information it is it appears if they're psychic with you. That's why the the scripture always tell you, listen to the prophet. It didn't tell you listen to the king it didn't tell you listen to the prince or the government or the authorities. It always said, listen to the prophets, because they have the voice of God in their ear. Now, they're a false prophet, and their words fall to the ground. But a true prophet of God, when they speak, is going to come to pass. They, they have nothing to do with it coming to pass. It's just going to happen, because they spoke what God said, not what their will was. Right. Okay. Right. Now, we're living with technology that has the ability to work on the frequency of your uh, Robert Duncan, uh, for one of the one of the earlier pioneers to some of this nonsense that we're all dealing with. Name the book The Soul Catcher. Why did he name that book The Soul Catcher? He could have named it anything else, but he said The Soul Catcher. And you have to understand the soul is made of energy, and energy works off of vibrations and frequencies. So actually what he was telling the world is we have learned how to tap into the other part of a human person, bypassing the brain and going directly to the other parts of that person, and we're now trying to learn how to manipulate that part to control that part of that person. Yeah, but take this, man. Ridiculous. This goes back to um, what's your name again? Brother Kimbrick Hunter. Kimbrick Hunter. Kimbrick. Kimbrick Hunter. Oh, Kimbrick Hunter. Okay. Uh, okay, Brother Kendrick. Okay, this goes back to what I was saying before. Okay, these abilities that they're trying to seek through technology is already instilled in us. We just got to grab hold and. When in the main process, probably the most um, uh, proper process in doing so is being in line with the Creator, okay, the Creator, Jesus Christ, and all that. All right, but going back to the, uh, the gist of what you're talking about, this is nothing new, right? Okay, as far but as far as the technology aspect of, okay, that's been something brand new. Okay, what we have to do, all right, since we don't have the funds and the material and all that to um, put put um, machines together um, to counteract that, okay, this is something as far as we have to go and I mean and deal with what within ourselves ourselves, okay. But as far as what you were laying out, um. Um, like tapping into somebody else's experiences, okay, okay, reading their mind from that thing, okay, that's something that's that's a natural ability. I mean, I mean are we in a, are, are we in agreement with that? Uh, okay, I'm in agreement that that is an ability that some people possess. And let me please explain. Uh, Christ. And I know everybody don't believe in the name of Christ, but that wasn't his original name, Jesus. It was Eosis. Uh, the Greeks changed the I to a J. And that, that is a, 
an, an African um, based name from the ancient world. So we um, are divided in, in, in religious views, but we're not supposed to be divided in spirit. So uh, Leosis, when he walked the earth, he would often say to people, why do you think that? And they had not opened their mouths yet. Or why do you say that in your heart? And they hadn't spoke a word to him yet. The Bible said that he knew their inner man. So these people were trying to mimic what Christ or Leosis, the anointed one, was able to do while he was here in the earth realm. And yes, that is a part of the human capability, but not to all. Because how many times have you had a wrong thought? You literally want someone knowing that you just had a negative wrong thought, and it's, uh, it is a fleeting thought. It's a thought that just came across your mind, but you had no intention of uh, acting upon it. This technology violates your human right to have a fleeting thought and being able to not act upon it by making it seem as if you thought it, so that means you're going to do it. Uh, are we in agreement with that understanding? Somewhat, okay, because the thing about it is where I'm coming from is that whatever. You guys have one more minute. We're done. So, about one more minute. Go ahead. All right. Well, I'm, what I was going to say is, I understand where you where you're coming from, but the thing about it is, I wasn't talking about it as far as the motive behind it. I'm talking about the ability, the power, already existing. Okay. Matter of fact, they're using a false or fucking synthetic type of um um thing to get their thing going. Okay, to counteract what we already have that we don't know what we have. Okay, go ahead. I understand what you said, my brother. But you have to understand this. Everybody wasn't spiritually developed in the ancient world, and they definitely not developed in our generation because they've been programmed to be dumbed down uh, somewhere between 1970 and the 1980s era. By 1990, uh, we already had a dumbed-down generation of uh, millennials that they now want to call that they intend to use to get bills and laws passed because they're not self-thinkers as much as they should be. And that's not a downplay of anyone's intelligence. That's just a, a, a reality that the spirit of a, of a person has been captured to the point where they don't think for themselves no longer. We have abilities and gifts, but we don't all share the same abilities and gifts. And if we do have the same gift, it's not always at the same optimal level. You may be stronger in certain gifts that me and you may share. That doesn't mean that you're better than me. That just means that you was gifted stronger in that area than I was. Right, right. Okay, you guys, thank you. Okay, I'm going to um, gonna move on, okay, because we are actually 30 minutes behind the schedule. So. Thank you. Thank both of you guys, okay. If you guys want to exchange numbers or something, make that happen. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you, Kevin. You welcome, my brother. Okay, thank you. I'm going to put you guys on call. Okay, um, DC, where are you? There you are. Press star eight, please. This is you. Hello, are you are you there? DC. Hello. Hi. Hang on one second, okay? Sure. 
Okay, you guys, this was an excellent call. Um, like I said, I was totally unprepared. I forgot to send out the invitation that I normally email that I usually send for this call. And if you're not on my email list and you would like to be, um, my email is remu, the number two, at hotmail.com. Please send me an email and let me know that I need to put you on the distribution for this call. And if the call changes uh, the date or we do an extra call, whatever, you will be notified. Um, next week is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. Uh, we may or we may not do a call next Sunday. I'm not sure, okay? I'm not sure. It just depends on, on, on what's going on. Uh, so it may be, uh, the call may be Saturday. It may be Monday. I'm not quite sure, okay? So uh, check your email during the week. And, and you guys have a great, great Mother's Day. Thank you, everyone, for coming to the call. It was a really good call today. That was a, uh, a good question that we had, and you guys gave really good feedback. And um, hopefully something was said to, to help people to, to move forward and to know that the programming can be broken. It can be. Just look at, look at um, some of the celebrities who have broken the MK Ultra, and they were under direct 24-hour programming. Okay, and, and, and they were able to break it. So our mind is much stronger than we give it credit for, and we need to learn how to tap into that, okay, because we, all of us, have been dumbed down. We have been dumbed down. That's a fact. And uh, But we need to know that God is greater than any program they could ever attempt to do, okay? So now we're going to move on to uh, to the movie review for the movie The Box, okay? And... Um, this was this movie was suggested to us by DC. She goes by the name of DC, and she is here on on the call. I did watch the movie this morning. I can't say that I got a really good grasp on it. So she and I are going to um, discuss the movie together, and we're going to see if we can make it make sense. Okay, to apply it to our life, and that is the whole reason for these uh, movie reviews is because they generate good conversation. And there is more to life than just, you know, somebody's following me or they're doing this or they're doing that. But there's a whole world out there that is affecting us as well. And I feel um, I was led to, to begin to do these movie reviews because they help us to, to see different um, or to discuss different things that's happening in the world, okay? So this movie is The Box. Let me unmute DC. Hello, are you there? I'm here. I want to make sure, because you were saying earlier my voice was distorted. Is it, does it sound okay? Yeah, you sound very distant, very, very distant. Okay, give me a second. Okay, you sound very far away. Okay, so okay, I am on, that. no, you still sound very far away. So I am oh, okay. on the, um, I am on the IM, uh, imdb.com website. And that website uh, gives you an overview of all the movies, okay? So I'm going to read because, like I said, I didn't get a real good grasp on this movie. So I'm going to read the description from this website. So this movie um, stars uh, Cameron Diaz and James uh, Marsden, M-A-R-S-D-E-N. And it's, uh, let's see, it was a few years ago, I think 2012 or something like that. And the description... Is um, let me find it. Hold on. 
Okay, so Norma and Arthur, okay, Norma is Cameron Diaz in the movie, so and, and Arthur is her husband. Norma and Arthur Lewis, a suburban couple with a, uh, with a young child, this is going to be about 10, I think, um, receives a simple wooden box as a gift. Okay, so this man, uh, somebody knocks on the door, she goes to the door early in the morning, there's a, a box there, and the car takes off, okay? That's what happens in the movie. Okay, so she receives a gift which bears a fado and irrecoverable, I'll say that word, of consequences. A mysterious stranger delivers the message that the box promises. DC, I think you need to unmute yourself. The phone is giving feedback. I'm here, I'm not muted. I think you should mute yourself, your phone. I'm hearing a lot of feedback. Oh, okay. And then I'll unmute you for just a moment. Okay, Lynn, if you're still around, um, maybe you could share with us. Lynn says that this movie is more than meets the eye. I would love to hear it, hear your uh, feedback on it. Ooh, yes, your phone was really giving a lot of feedback, um, DC. Okay, so let me go back to the description. Norma and Arthur Lewis, a suburban couple with a young child receives a simple wooden box as a gift, which bears fatal and irrefutable, I can't say that word, I'm sorry, consequences. A mysterious stranger delivers the message that the box promises to bestow upon its owner a $1 million, uh, uh, bestow upon its owner $1 million with the press of a button. However, pressing this button will, will simultaneously cause the death of another human being somewhere in the world, someone they don't know. With just 24 hours to have the box in their possession, Norma and Arthur find themselves in the crosshairs of a startling moral dilemma and must face the true nature of their humanity. Okay, so the the movie basically, someone delivered this box on their doorstep, they open the door, the car takes off, the box is there. The wife, Cameron Diaz, she brings the box in the house. She's like, what the heck? Somebody left this on, you know, and they took off. Okay, so later this man appears. This man has like a half a face. Something is very distorted about his face, okay? He comes, uh, introduces himself, says his name is Arthur something. I forget his name. Um, And he says that he is behind the box that was delivered to their house. And he tells the wife, that um, there's a button on this box. And he shows her where the button is. If you press that button, you will be given $1 million. However, if you press that button, someone in this world dies because you press that button, but you have a $1 million. Um, you won't know the person that dies. You won't have a connection to the person, but just know that someone's going to die if you press that button. Now, the same lady, she has um, something going on with her leg where she had this terrible um, accident when she was younger. She needs the surgery. Her leg is all mangled. She and her husband, they're not doing terrible financially, but they could definitely use the money. Okay, so the man tells her that you cannot discuss this with anyone except your husband. He's the only one that you can discuss this with, Okay. So she sits down with her husband. She tells him. Her husband's like, you got to be kidding. He doesn't believe her. Um, 
but they talk about it. Okay, so then they go they go through this whole thing where should I push this button or should I not? And now the woman is the one that had to push the button, not the man, but he he could be in on the decision. So they were like, well, you know, let's just discuss this. And so they were like, the husband was like, well, what if it's a small child that dies? Because these are good people, you know. So what if it's a small child that dies? Yeah, we have the money, but, I mean, we're responsible for the death of a small child. So then she says, well, what if it's somebody that's already on death row that dies? Like, that wouldn't matter that much because, I mean, they're already on death row. Well, what if it's a neighbor? I mean, we, we may not, I mean, we... They're neighbors, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we know them because, remember, it's going to be someone they don't know. So the lady is saying, well, I mean, maybe they live down the street and we don't know them, but now we killed one of our neighbors. So they're going back and forth about this, okay? So in the middle of them trying to decide this, she just, bam, she hits the button. She hits the button, okay? And from the point where she hits the button, their life changed. Um, Now let me see if I can get DC back in here. Because she can talk about it some more. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. What What did you, do you have any input about the movie? Okay, so I had seen this movie, um, you know, basically a while back before I knew anything about targeting or being targeted, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, Something has taken place like and the movie turned out to be mine over there. And I was like, you know, let's go back to watch the movie again. So what I do, it really just blew my mind. I'm like, wow. But the thing that turns out the most is like this moral dilemma that they had. And it made me think about all these folks, you know, when I look at everyone in my circle or whatever, family, friends, I mean, some people that I have been really close with, you know, in my lifetime, and I'm just like, well, how in the world, like, how can people fix me, and, you know, da 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 whatever. Not only that, thinking about all that I have done for others as well, and <laughs> I'm just like, wow. But I was just thinking about people being faced <laughs> with with this, you know, with this these options, you know, okay, well, if you do that stuff, here's what we do. That was the first thing. I mean, that in itself is uh, it's crazy. I just feel like it's not worth it. You know, at the end of the day, no amount of money is worth it. No amount of money is worth helping to destroy someone's life, destroy their character, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other thing is that, the other thing that really stood out to me was that uh, this guy up front, when he made them this offer, he, he didn't give them the full story. He didn't tell them that there was more to it, that there were strings attached, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But he made this one decision. So later on, you had other decisions, you know, that you would have to make it with. And so just whoever, basically, you, everybody, I mean, he's taking this box from house to house. You know, people have 24 hours to make this decision. And so ultimately, a lot of lives are being affected. <laughs> um, but they don't realize that this other guy, I mean, because at the end of the day, it ended up kind of being all tied together. Why? But some other guy that he, you know, he and his wife, they made this decision. Next thing you know, he has to make the choice between <laughs> saving his son, you know, saving their daughter or whatever it was, um, saving his child and, and killing his wife. You know, you basically had to be either or. 
And so your child has been kidnapped, but they fight his family. And you need to restore him and shoot your wife in the chest. Okay, so let me chime in because your phone's really uh, very foggy. I don't know if people were able to hear you. Um, okay, so it, later on in the movie, it comes out. Now, they were under the impression that you push the button, you get your money, and that's the end of it. But what DC was saying was there was more strings attached that they did not know about. So it came a point in the movie towards the end where the husband, he had met this guy, and the guy was given the same proposition earlier in his life, and his wife was dead. And he said, you know, he had to make that choice between his child and his wife, and he didn't really go into detail. But this guy revisited this couple and told them that there's more to the story. Now the husband was given a gun, said there's one bullet in the chamber, and what you need to do, because they had kidnapped the son, it looked like he was about 10 years old, they had maimed him to where he was uh, blind and he couldn't speak. And he was not like that at first. He was just a normal child that had all his facilities in place. But because of this thing that was going on, the the, the people had blinded the child and they, um, they maimed him where he couldn't speak. And so they were told that the husband needs to make a decision. He needs to take the gun and shoot the wife in the head so that the son can live a normal life and he'll be given back his sight and he'll be given back his speech um, and he'll also be given the million dollars that the wife didn't get because now they killed her. Um, or he can keep, let's see, what was the other thing? Or he could keep the money, oh, or the wife could leave. So he had to choose between his wife and his child. So the wife and the child, the wife and the husband, they had their crying moments, and the wife said, "No, I, I can't, I cannot live and let my son live like this. So I don't want to see my son, you know, uh, not able to see and not able to speak. So just go ahead and kill me." But see, they didn't bank on that at first. They didn't know that this was another condition of of getting this money, and so um, they decided, "Okay, well, we'll just go ahead and kill you and let the son live." Well, in the meantime. The man who had brought the box had taken the box to another family because he told them that that box would be reprogrammed and it would be taken to someone else. Took it to another family at the end of the movie. The husband and the wife of the second family were sitting at the table just as this couple was some days or years earlier or whatever it was. And that wife pushed the button as well. So as soon as she, the second wife, decided that she would take the money and she pushed the button, this wife, Cameron Diaz, she died. So the the husband actually never had to kill her. Um, they killed her because they pushed the button, and she was someone they didn't know. Okay, so that's that's the way the whole story went. So what it what it brought up for me is um, is that you know we we should be living a life of integrity. We should be living a life um, that lines up with our morals and our values. And we should not compromise our morals and our values. And how many people do very immoral things for money and for rank and for position in this world and for the material things of this world? Especially celebrities, they do it all the time. They sell out, they sacrifice people, they do all kinds of stuff, you know, to be with the who's who and to have what this world considers luxury. 
and to belong, you know. So that's what it brought up for me is that have those people never been willing to sell out, it, it excused the fact that they didn't know the person. The man said, you know, somebody will die that you don't even know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you know him or not. That's your fellow man. That's your fellow sister, fellow brother. It does not matter if you never even know that someone died. The point is you are responsible for that person dying. So that's what it brought up for me, that we should all just stay on God's side, period, and never sell out to Satan, the greatest deceiver. They, he took them further than they wanted to go. They thought, okay, just push the button. I'm not going to know the person who dies. It's not going to bother me. But then there was another condition to it later on. So the devil is full of trickery, yeah. full of deception all the time, happens all the time. If, 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 if everyone is willing to sell out their fellow sister or brother for humanity, you know, uh, 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 for money or for riches or for whatever, then humanity is definitely at stake. We will lose humanity if everybody's willing to sell out. So that's what it brought up for me. Go ahead, DC. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you were just saying. And um, the the husband did end up actually shooting her in the chest. He shot her in the heart, and she died. That's how she died. But, um, oh, I thought those people, when they pushed the button, I thought it was them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but it, like, happened right at the, you know, yeah, <laughs> just at the same time, simultaneously. Oh, wow. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it was funny is that they were, you know, when they started trying to find out what was going on and everything, because some really weird stuff, you know, was taking place in the movie. So she went doing research, and he went doing research, and um, they found out that these are experiments actually being conducted by the CIA. And so the guy with the face missing had, had, you know, had some experimental something take place with the CIA, and then he laughed and they said he had some strange thoughts that he pulled from house to house with it. But a number of different experiments were going on, and it was just making me think about how also, you know, we're this experimentation or whatever that we are being subjected to, it is both um, biological and psychological. And so um, with them, you know, doing the, you're, you're testing both morals, basically, um, that, that's like psychological experimentation. Um, it just really, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to me. I just cannot understand anyone. I mean, that's just the movie. But for me, again, I'm like folks are being faced with this decision pretty much every day. So everyone who uh, <laughs> decides to contaminate our food, I mean, you know, play mind games, stalk us, you know, do whatever, use these, these uh, weapons on us and everything. Like every time that you decide to deliberately and intentionally, you know, hurt these these victims, um, like you're you're fully aware of what you're doing. You know, and there will be consequences behind it, whether they realize that or not. And so I've said before how a lot of the folks who have um, basically victimized me, I'm like, you don't realize that you're being targeted too. That they now, they're watching you. They have to keep an eye on you. Um, and so basically when they are choosing to accept money or bribes or favors or whatever, um, there are strings attached and there are consequences 
whether you believe that or not. And I feel like one day, like, they will eventually be faced with those consequences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Now, did anyone listening, did you guys watch the movie? If you did, would you like to chime in? Start eight. We're going to close. Okay. Well, thank you, um, D.C., for recommending the movie. It was good. It was really good. And I got a lot out of it. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, so um, as I said, I'm not sure. We'll be here next week, so you guys make sure you check your email. The next movie will be not this week, but next week, uh, uh, two weeks from now, and it'll be Equilibrium. And and you guys already have a a, a movie website. Um, if you don't, if you can you can Google uh, watch Equilibrium for free, and several different things will come up. Um, be careful what you click on. Click out of anything that pops up, and then your movie will eventually show up. So it's spelled E Q U I, and I'm spelling this because I had a hard time spelling it. So it's E Q U I L I B R I U M. Okay. And this movie, the premise of this movie, I'll just read the short description here. In a fascist future where all forms of feeling are illegal, a man in charge of enforcing the law rides to overthrow the system. Okay, I've never seen it. It just looks interesting. Um, So we'll watch that. We'll review that one in about two weeks. Okay, equilibrium. All right, you guys, I need to get going. So I thank you all for uh, for joining in the call today. Oh, okay. I was reading something. Okay, uh, thank you all for joining the call today, and have a very blessed week and a very, very, very happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. If your mother is still in your life, whether you speak with her or not, call your mom. Call your mom, Okay. Rise above what this program is trying to do, speaking of um, mind control and programming. They don't want us to be in touch with our moms, okay? Our mother is the core of who we are. We wouldn't be here without her, okay? So call your mom, send her a card, buy her a small gift, and tell her you love her Mother's Day, okay? All right. You guys have a blessed week. Bye. Thank you, D.C. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.